What's going on, Brookie Nation? How's everybody doing? Happy oh Thanksgiving. Good. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving week to everyone. Uh, I am the Mackie Mouse. I am Isla. Yes, you are. And we are Storybrook Circus, your once upon a time podcast. I am <laughs> speaking slowly so as to make sure that everything is for- working properly. Oh, I was like, did you forget what we were doing? Or <laughs> nope, do you need some I'm, help? I'm looking at ev- like everything at once and just making sure. Uh, so we need to address something first. The reason why I'm looking around is because we made some changes. Uh, some Some visual changes, in fact. So after a test run of doing a video a version of the podcast on exclusively on Spotify. It worked and now we're going to adopt it. So instead of YouTube, we are putting our video version on Spotify. So it's pretty exciting. I'm excited. I think it's a very cool experience. Yeah, it's uh, we got invited to uh, you know use a special beta feature that they have going on with Anchor. Yeah. So we're 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 going in. We're going to commit and we're going to see see how it works. But because of that, we've created some new visual elements that will be featured a little bit later in the show. But since I changed stuff, I wanted to make sure that everything was running. None of you needed to know that, but I felt like if I talked about it installed, I could use that time to also continue to check to make sure. <laughs> and if you want to watch us, it's actually pretty cool because Mackie built this cool whole thing where you can like watch the show with us and it's going to be super fun. Yeah. Also, I forget that we're on video like 90% of the time. So if you want to see me looking like a complete moron, <laughs> head on over to Spotify because I forget. <laughs> Uh, sometimes, sometimes, only sometimes. Uh, I have a face for radio, and uh, <laughs> it is very apparent once you tune in. Guys, Isla says this while looking super adorable in like a beanie, and <laughs> it's also twenty degrees right now. Yeah, that's true. Is that a Baby Yoda one? It Lovely is. Melon? Harper has a matching one. Oh my god, that's the cutest thing ever. Uh, so anyway. We are your co- people. I want this to be someone's first podcast. Like, what the hell are these people doing? Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you for joining us. Thank you for finding us. Um, we are watching Once Upon a Time all the way through every single episode from the beginning. It is celebrating its 10th anniversary as of last month uh, from the first season's airing. And we are right now in the middle, clo- closing in on the end of season two. So uh, that's really exciting. We just did our probably most exciting episode definitely to date maybe of the whole thing manhattan episode 14 of season oh no two. of all time yeah um oh i forgot to i always forget to mention in the beginning this is episode 38 we used to talk about this all the time but like that's two episodes from 40 like we're getting we're closing in on 40 episodes of this show which is like i'm gonna give ourselves another round of applause that's really that's like a big deal you know what though i am thankful for this show. Oh my gosh. We're so I don't I'm really upset at myself for not having a gobble sound effect that I could just play the entire episode. Yeah, but we have the Bob's sound. We do have that, which is the Thanksgiving episode. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Oh god. God. I uh actually watched that on television and then screen like recorded it with my phone and sent a a video (laughs) tile of me watching where that that sound effect came from. There is nothing like a Thanksgiving episode of a TV show. Of any TV show, agreed. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Disney. Those are the three special episodes on every show that I'm like or generally when the show like is on vacation from their normal set and they have to go Halloween episodes vacation. are good too because they're always like spooky even if the show's not spooky which I think is fun yeah Halloween episodes disappoint me more than the other ones do I think 
Oh I my think gosh, it, have you never watched the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody Halloween I episode? Know. But I can it's see top how tier. that would be good, yeah. It's incredible. Thank it you, actually Isla. scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> Thank you, Ilo, for always making sure that my taste stays up to date. I appreciate you. I stay young because you. <laughs> I don't know if I would consider the Zach and Cody episode from 2008 up to date, but that's okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's not up to date. I guess I, I misspoke. I mean, like, I'm keeping you hip in, and cool with the youth and the times. The, <laughs> fill in the gaps, uh, the gap of our age that we don't talk about. You always fill in the gap right between us. Yeah, so that I, got I can you. feel more involved, and I appreciate you doing that. And uh, I've mentioned it before, but if you have not seen, please go watch the Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episodes yes. because that is the that's what I'm going to watch tonight. We will we will, are attempting to have a family watch night when we're done taping and see if we can yeah. get that done. Uh, even though we still have to do Thanksgiving shopping and going the day before Thanksgiving to a supermarket feels like the worst idea ever, but we're going to try. <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be fun. And oh I'm my pretty- gosh, a lot of my coworkers said that they had to do the same thing, and I was like, brave. Yeah, I mean, brave. I think one year we did it the day of Thanksgiving, like the day, because it was open, but going to be closed at okay. two or something. Hate you for that. Yeah. Don't be those people. It's not. We're, we are really not good at the planning thing. Well, she's been out all day. Like the, today's the day we should have been prepping. And we just, we, we pack too much into our lives. That have you ever done like, the Whole Foods thing though? No, we've never had. We almost did it one year. Really? It was like, 90 bucks for four people, and it came with everything that you would eat on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, we're actually, we're attempting to cook together for the first time in five years. Like a real <laughs> so, turkey? Like a, uh, not, I don't think we're going to be able to do the turkey because the turkeys are sold out everywhere in the country right now. But we're going to attempt some, we're going to attempt a revised version of our I interpretation. I support this. I support this. Because What's we, your favorite, oh my gosh, okay, wait. What's your favorite Thanksgiving, like, item? Like, Thanksgiving what is your favorite? Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I... I eat cookies. It's a Thanksgiving a episode, guys. Sorry, I know it's coming out on Black Friday, but like whatever. <laughs> um, so my favorite, I'm I'm a I'm a cranberries person, and the reason is because I don't I have no I know a lot of people are like ill canned, ill soupy, ill like I I don't care. It's the sweet added to so much salty on the table, like stuffing and meat and all this other stuff, and cram and I mm, this is a hot take. This is going to be controversial. I absolutely hate turkey. It's the least, my least favorite meat of all the meats because I'm Spanish and all of the meats in a Spanish cuisine are juicy and spicy and turkey is neither one of those things. It is a dry oh my gosh. meat that does not taste like anything because, and that's by design, right? That's, it's supposed to be like that oh. so that you can, you know. Hold up. You guys need to come up for Thanksgiving. I mean, we need to come up for a lot of Thanksgiving. My like, mom, like- <laughs> my mom injects the turkey. Okay. See, that's the, yeah. I'm and I. I she'll eat. do like Cajun. She'll do buffalo. She'll oh, do damn. barbecue. She will make this turkey taste good. So when I say I hate turkey, I don't mean I refuse to eat turkey. I very oh much no, trust, it's just like plain. Yeah, I, get I what trust you're saying, the though. cook, but as a as a as a as a starting point what it gives you like to me like chicken already has a certain especially beef obviously has a certain natural flavor before like you can't screw it up if you don't put any spice on it it's still already like a hamburger right right will taste like a turkey this is the thing taryn's all into like turkey burger turkey sausage turkey everything i absolutely hate hate it because it literally removes the one thing from that meat that it's substituting that tastes good which is taste and salt (laughs) oh i love turkey (laughs) yeah so i'm i'm a little this is a hard one for me but But cranberry now homemade or canned i i i really have no bias the cran i mean the i mean what the cranberry adds to the The entire palette okay 
I, I, I mean, I have favorites in both. Like, I'm totally fine with canned. I have had some really great homemade ones. But just, like, that's the thing on the plate that I think that really locks it all in. Yeah. That if it was missing, that's what I would miss. Like, even if stuffing okay. was missing, I don't know. I think I could still enjoy it. I don't know if I, don't I, I would. I don't fuck with stuffing. I don't mind. So I've always, I've always been, like, a stovetop stuffing kid as, you know, growing up. So... I, that's not the same as like homemade stuffing or like stuffing it like the actual like stuffing yeah. a turkey with stuffing i don't fuck with that that scares me because that's gross poultry is really scary there's the nasty things up on the inside no i don't <laughs> no <laughs> i don't <laughs> when my mom Wait, talks is... about removing the the yeah the, giz- the gizzards what are, yeah, no. yeah forget that forget that no participation no thank you just i love canned cran if i don't see the ridges from the can the ridges I'm are probably the best not part, gonna right? touch because then the you know where to cut what, what's Green your bean casserole Okay. Which is very, very white. I That's very specific. I understand what I'm telling you, though. But it's not. So you're supposed to make creamy casserole with cream of mushroom. Right. I will not touch a mushroom with a 10-foot pole. Oh, That's disgusting. Mushrooms. No. One of, the, one of the handful my of mom, things that Island I disagree on. <laughs> my I'm mom knows that I hate mushroom. So she makes it with cream of celery or cream of chicken. Oh. Hmm. I prefer cream of celery. So it's like a vegetarian green bean casserole. Um, Interesting. they all are, unless my mom uses cream of chicken. But it is, I just love it, hmm. and I craved it so much when I was pregnant. I made green bean casserole like once a month. <laughs> like, really? Like, who has that other than on Thanksgiving Day? But right. I just love it. Um, I want to switch things up, though. I would love to do something completely different from like a traditional Thanksgiving meal. My dad's not on board with that. He's very old school. He's like, no, you have your things. You know, he's like basically thinks he's a pilgrim and uh, i'm like hold that thought speaking of which i'm getting a call from the cook of the thanksgiving meal so I'm oh my gonna, gosh i'm gonna answer this very briefly and then we'll re- we will return oh my god everyone she says hi to literally everyone listening to the podcast right now hi <laughs> she is uh stuck in a lot of traffic and it's gonna take her like an hour to get home from like 10 miles away <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah, it's, yeah it's just everything out there is all screwed up. Day before Thanksgiving, everyone, you know. <laughs> yeah, in a tourist town. So. Anyway, I apologize for interrupting, but please continue with your story. You forgot what you were saying, didn't you? Let's pretend like I knew what I was talking about. Anyway, green bean casserole, goat <laughs> of the meal. I want to go non-traditional, but my dad is a pilgrim. That's what you were talking about, yeah. I And I'm not, I'm just not somebody that's going to like not be with my family on Thanksgiving. Right. So one year my mom had to work, though, and she didn't know until, like, the day before. So we had to fend for ourselves. Oh, and yikes. we had Main Street Chinese. And you're probably thinking, oh. Chinese, that's not that bad. No, Main Street Chinese is, like, the trash of the trash because it was the only thing open. Right. Oh, like, on, we like, risked, on Thanksgiving. We meeting. risked food poisoning for wow. this. Yikes. It was, I cried. I lit like full blown. That's tough. It was the first yeah. year that Bart and I were dating, so he was still doing Thanksgiving like with oh. his family. Because you know you're not going to combine, you know. Yeah, not yet. Year one, you'll like yeah. meet up after the yeah, families yeah, yeah. have their meals, which is what you, you know, you know yeah, what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, yeah, I'm eating Main Street Chinese, and he was like, do you want to come over? <laughs> and I was like, I should probably do that, and I did, and it was fine. But like, right. I'm just going to let my mom handle it. Yeah. yeah one of these days, though, she's going to be like Joe. She wants to try something new. She's like, I will. Let's do like, let, let me make, you know, something really fun. And he's like, right. You will be mortified to know that the first year that we moved in together, uh, we had Golden Corral. 
on 192. <laughs> now, I say that because because we live in a tourist town, real ratchet things elsewhere in the country are actually really dope here. Things like a Denny's that if you like stopped at one in the middle of somewhere, I would yeah, definitely not because they're gross. The Denny's here are bomb. <laughs> but I mean, I bomb. Think I think I would respect the Denny's more than the Golden Corral. Golden Corral. So there is one Golden Corral specifically. because we have, I have been, trauma with Golden Corral, though. So, like, I really, I need no, to not it's be fair. Most it's people, just, I feel like, do. Uh, so the one, go, there's one, the one that we happened to go into just to see, right? Because we were in this very experimentative, kind, especially with food, like, phase of just, like, let's just experience things and see if it's not good. Who cares? We'll just go do something else, right? And so that maybe we can find some hidden gems. And so Golden Corral was when we had no expectation whatsoever. We were like, we'll just pick at stuff. If it's good, we had like a coupon or whatever. We're like, if it's good, fine. If not, we'll go and get some more food elsewhere. And we stayed there and ate this place out of house and home because their steaks were all fresh. Their bread was perfect. They're like, they had like random thing, curry, chicken, jerk chicken, you know, ribs. They had all these things that were like, there's no way this could, we were literally trying to make it fail. We were like, there's no way this could be good. And then we would get it and bring it back to the table. Like, How is this so good? And we just kept doing it. And so when it came around to Thanksgiving time, we were like, that golden growl was kind of legit and we don't have any food and it's just the two of us. So we're not going to make a meal for 12 are we stupid like should we just go and they had like a thanksgiving special of course where they no, had like, I all this, love like, fresh that. carved turkey and whatever and so our first real one we were like and this is if you know anything about the two of us we're like the most untraditional couple possible like we picked out our engagement ring together and the guy who we bought it from thought it was like a random valentine's day gift and it was like we're very like don't do things normally by accident too it's not because we're trying to be kitschy and you know it's just because we're weird <laughs> and so we were like let's just do it and not even feel bad and it was amazing <laughs> it was no kind of i think that that's like a core good memory yeah it really was mm. no i support that but yeah so those are our thanksgiving stories uh green bean casserole and cranberry i feel like are both real solid staples of the table you know what i mean like i know everybody's I like the turkey the turkey they're but like, like underdogs yeah they're really but like they're mvp underdogs supporting like, char- char- characters yeah second most characters. improved players most important, absolutely. I would. And you know what? To validate your golden corral, I do just want to let you know that Bart and I nonstop talk about his 21st birthday where we went to New York City. It was his first time ever going to New York City oh, and I took wow. him to go see Wicked. Mm-hmm. Well, even better. Where did we go? Spots. Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. Oh, Hard Rock Cafe. Which- and we had the best bruschetta I have ever had in my life i gotta tell you I've at the been hard to rock several, cafe at multiple cities in the country i have never had a bad experience at a hard rock and i've never no. had a hard rock with with even mediocre quality food they've always right. been and i feel like michael scott because i'm like if you go to new york well you gotta try the hard rock in time it's like saying go eat at olive garden yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah baba gump it's ratchet but it was a really good experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, sometimes... Also, you, you are right. I've never had a bad meal at a Hard Rock. I've been to the one in Orlando. Great. Been to the one at Niagara. Great. New York. Great. We Boston. To, yeah, great. Vegas. Outstanding. Like, <laughs> just so good. You know what? Um, Don't yeah. knock it. Yeah. And which is kind of how we are with Golden Corral. We were like, we had a few good experiences. That one might be a gem. Then we went to another one thinking maybe it's Florida Golden Corral. Maybe it's like the ones in this tourist area that are like that because we're so close to theme parks and stuff. And the other one was was what you would expect of a Golden Corral. It's kind of ratchet and not really. The clientele were way worse. It was just, you know, I was like, okay, this is the experience everyone's been saying. But the one that we went to for whatever reason, and guess what? COVID happened. 
It's the only Golden Corral that closed. I don't understand. All the other ones, still fine. That one, in that one spot, which is in the dead center of 192, which is right in the middle of all the theme parks and stuff, the only one that shut down. And I don't know if it was just the rent there was too high or whatever. It wasn't the company. Maybe it was was because they're, whoever owns that franchise, maybe they were like, we don't want to. Yeah lessen the customer experience so we're just gonna we're all the other ones were okay with being just with being shitty gross and subpar <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what it was but i was so sad to see it that one closed because that was our like main spot but in addition to sweet tomatoes which we had had thoughts about doing a thanksgiving out of sweet tomatoes one time <laughs> or it wasn't the thanksgiving it was like the day before or after or something like go that. to like go that. to buka Buka would be a fantastic one. We also talked about some place where you would all because Thanksgiving's expensive, right? Because they always do the like prefix or like it's like sixty dollars yeah. a person or whatever. And I was like, why don't you just go to a place that's already expensive and then you would get right, but you would just get a reservation and you'd yeah. be fine. Like a Kobe or a Benihana and get like hibachi on a thing. Yeah. Right? Because it's already kind of expensive, like $30 a person or whatever, depending on what you get. Why not? So I was like, actually that, so, but then we did, we ended up deciding this year, we're going to like FaceTime our families and we're just going to like cook and show our meals and whatever. And, you know, just kind of make a, you know, watch the parade thing of it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, so that's our Thanksgiving story. That's the Thanksgiving portion of our episode. Hope you, uh, we would love for you guys to share your traditions and share your, well, you could share your experience because this will have aired the day after Thanksgiving. What's your Um, favorite dish? What's your favorite dish? Uh, what's your favorite, like, do you have like a special family thing that you do? I know some people have, uh, in my, one of my previous lives. Thanksgiving was the family, the family tradition of Thanksgiving was the vacation. So everybody went home for Christmas, but not my family, but (laughs) this is, this is the previous life's family, uh, was Thanksgiving was the family vacation and Christmas was the home thing. Which is kind of dope because I've spent some Thanksgivings in Jamaica and on cruises. Oh, that's really cool. So that the family could be together, but we don't have to do the. And then we did would do the dinner thing on the cruise, which was cool. That's fun. Turkey variations, which that yeah, like it must be fun to do Thanksgiving at Disney World as a vacationer, like to go to Liberty Tree or whatever and have like a real Thanksgiving meal on Thanksgiving. I don't know. I think that would be kind of fun. Now that I think about it, one of the vacations because obviously this is way before I lived here. One of the vacations was Disney on the Thanksgiving Christmas line. So we did it over Thanksgiving and then into the first week of December to see the Christmas decorations. And um, I think our, our Thanksgiving night was, uh, what's the, Coral Reef. It was Coral <gasps> Reef, which was they had Fun. like some crazy like turkey variation thing. In the yeah, the seafood, I don't know. Which, I think that's cool. Yeah, no, it, it was it was very interesting. That's the only time I've ever done Disney uh, on the holiday as a like vacationer a holiday, before yeah. I actually lived here, um, which was, well, I, yeah, I, I highly recommend a family getaway for one of the vacations either i know christmas for one of the holidays yeah they're so traditionally you got to bring everybody to you you got to cook you got to clean you got to have the house ready for hosting having it be a vacation on the holiday is a little bit untraditional and not not common i would love that oh it was fantastic and i want to do it again one day i've i've since then been chasing that in a different scenario with like people i can choose and make my own kind of version a cruise of that. over thanksgiving would be so right much fun. wouldn't it be cool like i was even thinking more like 
like, cause we've been talking about going on vacations and cruises a lot, but like if, if like our families could do that, but our extended families, like it was like your parents and extended family and like yeah. her parents and extended family, we all went on a cruise together. It was like, like home alone style, like a really big family. Yeah. But like on a, I think that would be great. That's just, that's, I think it would be a blast. That's my wish list for a Thanksgiving one year. Um, Christmas, I, I feel like is a little hard to negotiate with people and it's a little bit colder too, but we want to do years, it when she's older oh yeah like, yeah for do sure a vaca- because like obviously we're doing the whole shebang right now you know the yeah, 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 s-a-n-t-a yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah and also not to leave out our international listeners i know you guys are still here listening to us babble on right now <laughs> hope you had a great thursday um hope it was a great regular day hope you found some entertaining things on the internet to watch about us dumb americans doing this <laughs> so sorry to anyone over in england um we did leave we might regret that now, yeah. but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we regret it. Uh, so yeah, um, Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble, and a sound effect that I don't have. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Oh, God. Oh, God, indeed, Bob. All right, so this is a Once Upon a Time podcast. <laughs> is it? <laughs> sometimes, only sometimes. Uh, and we have our show broken up into segments if you've never been here before so that we can, uh, you know, like subject things off. The very, very first one that we always like to talk about is you guys, because you guys are the 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 linchpin in our entire operation. We are, you are the reason why we're doing this. And so our very first segment is called the Storybrook Daily Mirror dedicated to you. So, the Storybrooke Daily Mirror is a fictional newspaper in the world of uh, Once Upon a Time that we use to fake have you submit, air quote, articles <laughs> to our newspaper uh, on behalf of this little community. So, uh, there's many, many different ways you can submit things to the Storybrooke Daily Mirror section. And as per always, Isla loves to tell you what they are. Take it away. <laughs> Leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Give us five stars and write something nice about us so other people will listen to our show. Also, send us an email, thesbcpod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. It's thesbcpod. Send us a direct message. We have a phone number that you should be calling and texting. That phone number is 207-536-8512. Leave a voicemail. Send us a text message. We're going to read it on the air. Understand the assignment, follow it, and we will give you an A plus, which you all deserve A pluses because you really do show up for this. You segment. do. So thank you so much. We love you so much. I'm gonna thank everybody for everything. I'm gonna be like extra thankful this episode. Mm. So yeah. Um. First up, we have a voicemail. We have a voicemail from our friend Stephanie. Yes, we do. I got it right here. In my hand. Harper Jane is also back here arguing with dad about something. Harper Jane. All right, let's see what Stephanie has to say. Hey, guys. This is Stephanie, a.k.a. Shutterbug, a.k.a. whatever my other names are on social media. Uh, as yes. I follow this amazing podcast. Um, it is currently 841 here in Indiana. Welcome like to it. my office. Uh, thanks for coming to work with me, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to my two-part voicemail. So you should know that I rewatch Once Upon a Time periodically, as I do Gilmore Girls, Harry Potter, and Twilight. Don't hate. Uh, but this show we has always hate been, held such a <laughs> soft spot in my heart. 
<clears throat> I love everything about it, and I've been watching it here and there while I was on TV, while it was on TV. I never had the ability to, like, watch it continuously because, well, life. So I was uh, so happy to find your podcast, though, as I began my rewatch, and I was really rebelled against podcasts, and I never really understood them until I found, like, Pottermore, and then you guys, and now I'm forever changed, and also desperately trying to catch up on episodes that I can participate in the awesome Discord, and I downloaded the app, and and whatever else, was not very technical, so that was a big (laughs) thing for me, so woo-woo. Uh, you guys are amazing and funny, and I look forward to dragging you along with me to work and in my car. Uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying laughing and talking back at you in my car while I'm driving, and I'm hoping that no one sees me that I'm <laughs> friends with, because that will not understand. That's okay. But, um, life is messy and not always great, and you guys are literally the best part of my day. And thankfully, I work in an office, so I can listen to you guys all the time. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and leave a second voicemail because I have a few notes that I want to bring up. Um, I will say, however, that I think the campfire sound is amazing, but it would be great for, like, the YouTube portion of the show, like, at the beginning and maybe remove it for the rest. I don't know. A little distracting as I watch the, the or as I listen to the parts that have the show, and it's a lot of noise because then you can't really decipher what is the episode and what you guys. So, anyway, just a little... Uh, friendly suggestion, thought, whatever. Anyway, thank you so much for putting so much of yourselves into this podcast and making it super fun and enjoyable to listen to. Bye. I can't wait till she catches up and sees that we got rid of the fire. We were like, yeah, this fire, forget that nonsense. Uh, well, I'm glad that we made a good choice at 38 episodes later. I feel very, very pressured by that. Wow, the best (laughs) part of your day? Right? The best part of your day. That's a lot to live up to. Thank you, though. Also, if you're way back listening to the fire episodes, it's you're in for a ride. (laughs) In for a friggin' treat. I don't know if we will. Thank you so much. I I get the podcast rebellion because it does seem to be like all the rage right now. Like everyone has a podcast. People are podcasting about their sock color. Like it's it's nuts. And I get it. You just want to be like, oh my God, enough. I get it. But. You sacrificed that for us, and I appreciate that. And I think it was worth it. I feel like that means even more that we're yeah. not just. Well, I mean, for for people who listen to other podcasts, like that's great because you're already kind of a podcast. You know, like you're a uh, podcaster. You know, yeah, you're into you're it. Like, that's great. To it. But like to someone who didn't even really kind of understand where they fit into the big picture, and that we open that door is we take that very seriously. We're that's happy a, to be a part of your life, absolutely, in a positive way. Absolutely. I just realized that I had forgot to mention because we got into our Thanksgiving conversation uh, that those of you who are uh, watching this on the video <laughs> version on Spotify uh, have probably realized and commented on the fact that I'm wearing, He's wearing a full blown Ghostbusters uniform head to right now. toe Ghostbusters gear right now. This is <laughs> not shirt. an ad. Not sponsored. Uh, hashtag not sponsored. Although it's funny because my chain looks like he's wearing a mustache now. Um, it's because we watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Small hashtag not ad. Please go watch this movie. It is fantastic. If you liked Ghostbusters in any capacity whatsoever, when it was on in the movies, if you were alive then or any time since, please go watch this movie. It's absolutely fantastic. This was not because I wanted to make a, a like an ad for the movie. I just was cold and these were long sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I have a hat too. I'll just make it themed. Anyway, I just wanted to 
make that a it thing. looks great oh my god thank you uh not that i was fishing for compliments or anything but it was also just i was like since we're going to announce the whole video spotify yeah, thing yeah, i wanted yeah. to like, have well a visual thing there. to go with it uh anyway so we'll just bury that in the voicemail section for no reason um <laughs> so we have a th- this is the stephanie show this is what we're doing right now we have some more voicemails from stephanie we have a couple more uh but she said that it was going to be based on, first of all timed very very well like right before the I know, like she just, knew. it felt like she practiced like it was just like i don't know it was like right there yep uh, but now we have the thoughts on the uh on the show so let's hear hear these thoughts hey guys this is stephanie again voicemail part two <clears throat> just a few notes and i'm gonna flip front flip flop around a little so bear with me um, I would like to point out, I have never watched Lost. I always thought it was Ooh. dumb and I didn't want to watch it. I'm so sorry. Um, but now I'm starting to question, like, where were my priorities? Because clearly I should have been watching this. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go back and do it. But hell yeah. Anyway, so listen, <clears throat> in the introduction, the introductionary episodes, Regina had stated how she found David and she was his emergency contact. Because we seem to be so in sync with what we noticed in these episodes, I was surprised that no one talked about how Regina basically covers this up. She Uh. is obviously a threat to everybody in town and has some weird control over them. I think it's a part of the curse, whatever. Uh I was kind of surprised just how no one basically talked about this cover-up. And she basically hid him away from Mary Margaret in a coma, so there was no chance that this true love could come together and break her curse. Dr. Whale is clearly just another person under Regina's control and went against what other, quote, professional diagnosis, unquote, I say that very loosely, um, that he was explaining to Mary Margaret at the time. I mean, he basically lied to Regina, not having any ideas why he was doing so, but he just was clearly hiding his nervousness. And I hate him so much, (laughs) but I love his acting in this scene because he was obviously, like, hiding it, but, you know. Anyways, he just did a good job. Uh, but there was, obviously, that's like a small loophole where true love can break any spell. And anyone growing up with the love of Disney fairy tales like me would know. But this isn't a spell, right? It's a giant curse. More powerful than anything before. But I do think the writing sounding uh, or uh, surrounding this scene was pretty good for what it was. Um Another just fun fact for you, in Indiana, sheriffs are an elected position. I That was something mentioned in oh. one of the episodes. Oh. Um, and in Maine, they're elected or appointed. Apparently, they have this whole constitution thing. I don't know. I was reading about it. Very confusing. So anyway. Wow, just, we suck. There you We're go. assholes now. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, you could have been talking about a different king. There was two in one episode. Um, you were mentioning that King George, played by Alan Dale, had this weird accent. I was like, I thought that was just his voice because he uses the same voice in the OC. Anyone seen mm-hmm. the OC? No, yeah. just me? Okay. Uh, <laughs> why does he always play these roles, though? After he turned his acting to Hollywood? I don't know. I think it just fits him. I- I'm not sure. Anyway. It does, yeah. Mackie, I love you in this podcast, and I love your guys' banter. You guys are Oh my god, that's great. That's where it cut her off. <laughs> Google Voice was like, Mackie, nope. I love you. Mackie's defense, because that sounded like it was not going to go well. <laughs> they were like, oh, this sounds like there's a butt here. <laughs> uh, I can't believe sheriffs are elected. That feels inappropriate. 
Uh, well, just it's different. You know, I, I, I figured it sounded, it sounded like a small town thing, right? Like, like under a certain population, like it makes sense that you would do everything kind of like that. Right. Um, cause that, that's what it gave that, that vibe off. I don't know. It was like a, you know, rural yeah, it's town a towny thing. I get yeah. that. No. Yeah. So I was like, I, I can see that working and I can see officials in general, in the mayor, the sheriff. Yeah. My sister which, lives in Indiana now. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe we should ask her. Do you do you vote on your sheriff? She won't. <laughs> no, anyway. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, we can continue this thought with the rest. Yeah. What? Where's the butt? I want to hear the butt. To be. Hey guys, Stephanie again. Apparently, I needed a part three because it cut me off. I'm so sorry. I was trying to talk fast and apparently not. You don't have fast no, enough. She was killing. You're killing it. You're fine. Anyways, um, Mackie, I was just saying how I love you on this podcast, and I love your guys' banner. You can tell that you guys have a really great friendship, but in episode eight, you did something that made me hysterically laugh, and I don't know why it was so funny, but I had to tell you, and I had to bring it up, because you literally said the original OG. What? You say (laughs) that, I don't know who we were talking about, but it just made me laugh so much. Because you can say is an original OG, but you said the original OG, which original gangsta. Like, that's what that stands for. It just made me laugh so much. I feel like I've said this a couple times in my life, and my sister, like, just made fun of me. And I was like, thank you for somebody else saying this. Like, it just made me (laughs) laugh so much. Anyway, (laughs) I hope I have a ton more, but that's all for today. Have the best day. Bye. Thank you, Stephanie. that That was great. Uh, so yes, I just, I say weird shit that my brain doesn't put together and I just, I roll past it hoping that no one will notice. Yeah, but you know what? She noticed because she does the same thing. Right. And I love when people do that. When they're like, oh, I'm so glad you said that word wrong. Cause I say it wrong too. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, well, We're we here. We can all get called out together. It'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, I am very, very thankful that I have a co-host uh, who <laughs> and we call out each other occasionally, but that we are kind of in the same boat and we're just like, we don't care what people think about it. I like we. when people are like, oh, you guys, you can tell you guys are friends. And like, we literally, we don't talk unless we're recording the show. It's so funny. No, never. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is a, just a business. We just, yeah, it's very for, transactional. Yeah. We just show up, record a show, and yeah. tell each other to fuck off That's until it. next yeah. week. Definitely don't spend an hour before and two hours after talking no. about anything other than the, the show. We would never do that. The show actually sucks. I hate it. I kind of want to quit, <laughs> but I'm in a contract, so. Can't get out or else you get fake sued. Uh, all right. So that's our that's our voicemails. <laughs> We're so weird. That's our voicemails. Thank you to everyone who participated. We uh, are thankful for you. Oh my I'm God, not going to shut are. up. I'm not going to stop. Thank you for being a friend. To all of you brookies. Uh, yeah, so that's, I think that's our entire Storybrick Daily Mirror section. We do have more. People have since Stephanie also followed up, emailed us. Uh, we have a few voicemails coming up next week that we also have emails to go with, but <clears throat> we've been trying to spread them out a little bit. So if you haven't heard your voicemail or your email be read yet, it is in the queue and we will continue on, on our next ones, but we just want to make sure we, uh, 
kind of spread them all out um, as we got them because we got you guys did a lot. You, we got a lot of voicemails and emails specifically, which we are super, super thankful for. No pun intended. Uh, you know, so please keep doing that. Uh, we just that, that's why we are behind, which is the best problem to have. We're behind because right. you guys are participating so much that we had a laundry list of them to go through. And that's we were super thrilled to have that. This that's is our, the kind of problem we want to yeah, have. It's what we asked for. Um, so thank you for the story, ma'am. Excuse me. Seems like a ghost has <laughs> entered. Yeah, my power just went out. Oh no, it's awful. Your power through the hands of a toddler. <laughs> but your beautiful Harper light. Jane, sticky fingers. Your beautiful light has you illuminated quite well. It's very oh, thank nice. you. Very, very nice lighting, I will say. You look fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. What do we have next? The pre-show. Let's talk about the show. Finally. Let's talk about Once Upon a Time, like maybe. 40 minutes into this show. Um, so season two, episode 15. That's what we're up to. It's called The Queen is Dead. An amazing, amazing, maybe the best episode of the entire show, Manhattan, that we just came off of last week. And so now this is going to get further into Snow White's background. Uh, so that's the character backstory. Um, this is uh, March 3rd, 2013 uh, was the time here. It was written by Daniel T. Thompson and David H. Goodman, who uh, I didn't do the research. Let's see uh, what they had previously done because I know they had done stuff before. So I remember they, David's name. I don't remember Daniel's David name. David H. Goodman for sure. But uh, Daniel T. Thompson also sounds familiar so let's see. David H. Goodman with Robert Hull did Cricket Game. Okay. Uh, Daniel T. Thompson did Into the Deep. So that was Korra trying to steal the compass when they were in still in the Enchanted Forest, stealing the compass and stuff. To, yeah. To get to Starbuck. Um, and it looks like David H. Goodman again for Crocodile. And just because I'm curious, I just want to see if uh, this um, Daniel Thompson did anything in season one. And it looks like, oh, this was... Daniel Thompson is the weird teleplay guy where Adam and Edward wrote the story for 7.15 a.m., but Daniel oh. T. Thompson was introduced as the teleplay writer for 7.15. I do 7. remember 15, that now. And is now doing the full-on writing his, himself. So yep. this, this I guess, is now the season, season two is a kind of graduation from just doing the teleplay to actually writing the whole story himself. Yep. Although only uh, dual episodes. It seems like mm -hmm. like none ampersand. Own, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, all, all ampersand ones. Um, it's directed by Gwyneth Horder Payton, who I don't recognize the name of. That's a brand new name. I would remember it's the name. Definitely Gwyneth. a brand new name. So that's exciting to see. We also have uh, the ratings here. Uh, 7.61 million viewers was last week for Manhattan. And now we're at 7.39. Slow. Decline. You're crazy. Um, how did people not tune in the next week after watching Manhattan? So we got to remember too, this, one of the reasons why on this show, we try our best not to skip weeks as much as best we can. Obviously we do sometimes because we have scheduling things and random things going on. Uh, it's cause we don't want to lose that momentum, right? We have everybody listening and you know, they, they'll kind of forget to like come back and watch sometimes. This is during February and March 
And this show played on Sunday night, which is football season. Oh, it's I the, forgot when we watched the promo, it said like in two weeks or something. But it there was, was twice like a in a row, break. though, yeah. because yeah. episode 12 in the name of the brother was January 20th. The next episode, Tiny, was February 10th. Then you had um, the next week, February 17th. So that's one week. And then between. So you had one episode, weeks off, and then two episodes in a row for two weeks. And then between Manhattan and the, this episode we're watching now, February 17th to March 3rd. So like we had a skip and then two weeks and then a skip. That kills a the momentum of the show. February vacation. Yeah, because you just don't know when to like come back and watch. And it turns out, I'm just yeah. looking ahead, that the that the viewership does go back up once it hits another seven week in a row thing. And, um, you know, there, social media wasn't as big back in 2013, which seems crazy because that doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah. Um, at least I'm telling myself that because that's the year I graduated. But <laughs> um, that's true. They did. They couldn't really hype it up except for like commercials. Yeah. So you'd you have know? to be watching the TV um, to see the so, commercials. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were watching the TV because you're out doing something else, you're at a party or you were doing whatever, and this wasn't your thing, you know, you have to like remember to come back and watch. You know what I mean? That's the kind of the yes. problem. You, you have to be really invested in this show. Yeah. You were bombarded. Yeah. It. Be tuning in. So here's what's going on uh, in episode 15. Upon discovering Cora and Regina's plan to find and take possession of Rumpelstiltskin's dagger, because that's the weird C-plot of the last episode that no one cared about. <laughs> we did not care. We literally uh, could have fast-forwarded through it. We I, I mean, they could have done all of those scenes in the beginning of this one and it would have been fine. Yep. Uh, Mary Margaret, with the aid of David and Mother Superior. Oh, shout out to uh, Keegan Connor Tracy, who makes her return. We uh, couldn't give her a different name. Mother no. Superior. The curse is broken. Can we please like? Oh yeah, like what's her name? Do we just her call her Blue? <laughs> uh, That'd be better. Yeah. So Mary Margaret, David, Mother Superior, make it her mission to to find the dagger first. Find it first. Um, and with Mister, while Mister Gold continues his quest in New York to reunite with his son Bay, Hook devises a plan to rid himself of the crocodile. Meanwhile, in the fairy tale land, the Blue Fairy offers Snow White an unconventional enchantment. That could help save her dying mother, Queen Eva. So, oh, we're going we'll, way back. We'll get into this when we get into uh, some of the production notes. But yeah, the the timing of this one is is particularly important. Um, speaking of which, let's talk production notes. Production notes. So production notes is when we talk about some fun behind the scenes things that happened while they were taping or some uh, trivia and some random additional facts uh, about the this particular episode. So the first so one, yeah, the title have, card, it features the clock tower, we're which going is real nice. back. The we're clock back tower to the original. as like a character. I kind of like that. that it, it feels like episode one. I feel yeah. like anytime we talk about the clock tower, we're going back to the roots of the show. And spoilers, the clock tower will have a very prominent place in lore here. It wasn't just that little thing that we passed by of, oh, the time now moved on because Emma's in, in town. Now the clock tower starts to really have a character of its own, not in yeah. that it behaves, but that it becomes the center point that things always have to keep coming back to. It has a lot of meaning mm -hmm. and stuff. So I, I like that we're starting to establish that strength behind this symbol of the town. Uh, so we the actress who plays Queen Eva is uh, Raina, I believe is her name. Raina Sofer? Raina. Sofer? Raina. Um, she wore a wig for this role because apparently her hair uh, was too short. And now I want to see what she looks like. 
<laughs> yeah, yes. I'm excited to see like what if you can tell. Can you tell it's a wig? And oh, I remember. Kind of her. Hold on, let's talk about her because I remember her. She she looks very familiar. She's from California. Apparently, she's the daughter of a psychology professor, and then I like, got into acting really young. Let's see. <laughs> Seinfeld, Friends, Spin City, 90s. Hot, yeah. hot 90s <laughs> actress. 24, NCIS, Melrose okay. Place. We made the rounds on the sitcoms Holy of the 90s on this. Yeah, I, and I feel like it's got to be one of those. Like, she looks like it was one of, like, Ross's girlfriends randomly mm-hmm. or something like, or uh, not Ross, um, Joey, you know. She's completely stunningly gorgeous, obviously. Looks like a supermodel. <laughs> it's got these yeah. pierce, piercing blue eyes. Um but yeah, I guess she just had a short haircut. She doesn't she everything I've ever seen her and she didn't. So that interesting. is interesting that it was during the time. What's next? The Enchanted Forest flashbacks occurred just after Regina Rising and two years before the stable boy. Right. So okay. Regina so, Rising. Yeah. We wanted to talk about Regina Rising briefly. Regina Rising is a canonical novel, meaning that it takes place within the context of the show. Like everything that happens in the show is reflected in the in the book and and the other way around. Um, that is all about like Regina's, uh, exclusively Regina's story, which I mm-hmm. did, did, did someone else mention this at some point? I feel like I know in the very, very beginning, people were talking about some of the novels and stuff on discord, but it's, so this is this is what the summary says that this novel is. It says, 16-year-old Regina is very different from the Regina known by fans of the show. She seeks romance, adventure, and approval. Of course, getting approval from a mother like Cora is next to impossible. For Regina, friendships have been always been a rare commodity. Could it be that Regina finally found a true friend, or is it too good to be true? As Regina struggles to find her own identity and create her own destiny, she discovers that her fate might just be to become everything she despises. This Yikes. I want to I want to get this and read it now. I want to see like what is Oh my really, gosh, book club. Right? It's cuz I mean the character like Leopold's in it, uh Rocco's in it, like there's a bunch of kings that were mentioned that are kind of you know within the story Blue Fairies in it. Snow, yeah. Snow White and the Blind the Blind Witch is even in it. There are like these random recurring characters that are uh, also some of which are loosely mentioned in the the TV show. And there's a couple uh references and things in here about talking about where it fits in the in the show. So maybe right. this could be a little bit of a bonus content thing that we do yeah, and just be like fun. dig in at some point cuz I feel like there could be some really kind of juicy things going on details but but anyway the the flashbacks that occur in this episode are between the regina rising novel and the earliest that we have ever gone back yet in the show Uh, the stable boy is the earliest that we've gone back where we we meet daniel and we see nice innocent regina before she right um, Regina's not even with the king at that point. And like, we do, was, yeah. So we have baby Snow, but we don't have younger Regina. So this. Sorry. Harper Jane. My, my, my flute is so far away. Your flute? It's so far away. That can get in me and give it. Do you need some help? Yep. All right, you can talk about the stable boy. I'll be right back. Will do. But first, Harper Jane. We always have to play our theme song. Harper. Uh, so the stable boy. Um, okay. So basically this episode takes place two years before the events of the stable boy. 
And I don't remember what happens in this particular episode, but I believe it is before Daniel at all, because he is listed in this episode. Uh, he's uncredited. So clearly he shows up, but it what the little note in the wiki says that he only shows up in archival footage, which means it's just a little in, in a flashback, right? He's not, he's not actually acting new stuff in this episode. So this is probably before Daniel altogether, which is kind of exciting that we're going to, we're going to go because anytime that we go back further like further and further into the past we always get more right so the stable boy once we did that we were like so excited because it was the furthest back we had ever gone and we were seeing regina way before she was evil and so now we're going to go even further back than that and spoilers we're going to go way further back than that you know through the life of the show so this isn't even the last time that we'll go even further so that's uh some really exciting timing thing i really hope we get into the regina rising book information because that I'm very curious it's because that when Regina's 16 years old, that's going to, that would be a cool, cool thing to kind of investigate. <laughs> Real for life. those of you, we do this for live. Those of you, for those of you tuning in, my husband currently has one hand because he, um, like hook. injured himself at work yesterday and has stitches and, um, my kid is bouncing off the walls. It's fine. It's great. It's the night. It's Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> it's real life we do this live not live she also had tape, stay up day today at school where she didn't have to take a nap so we are oh wild yeah. now right now oh, we yeah. are wild now yeah well we played her theme song and so, talked about uh, the timing so you didn't miss anything. if anybody was looking for professionalism you're listening to the wrong podcast i suggest <laughs> that you turn into something else and i'm not apologizing this is just our uh, our hangout time uh but now everyone's caught up so we are good to go okay Oh, Snow White's Lantern also features a hidden Mickey. We love hidden Mickeys. For those of you who don't uh, travel to Disney World or a Disney Park frequently, hidden Mickeys are a big culture, cultural lore thing among park It is so goers. fun. So the Imagineers who built everything hid little like three circles on top of each other that look like a Mickey head basically everywhere all over the park in attractions, in costumes, in designs. Um quite literally hundreds and hundreds of them in each location uh so yeah the the hidden mickey thing is kind of more a a park visit thing but it's cool that they would retro they have it in movies though they include it in a lot of their animation um yeah so for those of you who know the like uh what a114 and the you know the there's like a bunch of different little easter eggs and stuff that are in the movies too so anyway it's cool in the lantern which we'll look out for and Uh, then the poison yeah that Hook uses on Mr. Gold is a reference to the Peter Pan novel. We read this earlier, and it's it kind of spooky. It kind of blew my mind. Where Captain Hook always carries about his person a deadly poison in case he is captured alive. So he's just ready to that's like kamikaze his, himself like his at any point in time. Yeah. Okay, weird. <laughs> According to chapter Roman numeral of the 13. novel, it was... <laughs> <laughs> It was blended by Hook himself of all the death-dealing rings that had come into his possession, which he had boiled down into a yellow liquid quite unknown to science. Like, what Peter Pan novel is this that I've never read before? This is I mean, the Peter Pan in Once Upon a Time is very dark as well. So, In the original story, Hook attempts to use the poison on Peter Pan by adding a few drops to the latter's medicine, but his plan is foiled when Tinkerbell swallows the poison so that Peter will not. Yeah, so Tinkerbell, like... Takes one for the team. Yeats herself? Yeah. Like, and swallows this point. I now I'm like, oh, I, I need to know what happens now. <laughs> okay, but Tinkerbell's dead now. Because if Is that she? was supposed to kill a full-blown human, well, wouldn't that magic, take out though. a tiny fairy? But fairies are magic, so you would think, like, is that how but they But fairies were? can die. But fairies can die. So, like, uh, 
I can, now I now, know. now I have two novels I have to read and figure out what the hell happened to Tinkerbell. Uh, in in that same vein, Mr. Gold's wound. Oh my God, he gets wounded. Uh, is filled with mounds of yellow goo, and that's, that's a reference. Just, I don't want even want to watch this. <laughs> Isla has bodily <laughs> fluid anxiety anytime we talk about this. Uh, it's a reference to that color of the yellow liquid uh, from that original story. Gold also says that bringing him to a hospital is pointless because. The poison is of Hook's own making, and there's no antidote in the Land Without Magic since that poison is not from the Land Without Magic. Again, those are little details that allude to the original novel, which this feels like some Jane Espenson. Don't forget, she's still a supervising writer on the entire show. So... Mm That feels like if they were all in a writer's room, I feel like this is this is really <laughs> kind of discrediting. All writers have this intelligence, by the way. Jane Espenson is not the only person who's I ever know, read a but book before. She is very specifically always referencing literature. Yeah, and those little tiny details, too. That's really subtle. And it's never, that. yeah, it's never in your face. Yeah. Anytime it's, Jane references something from previous literature, it's never like, there was a red apple that is from Snow White. Yeah, it's the subtlety. It's it's the way that like, like she's oh. like, oh, one of these versions of Peter Pan. Hook was ready to die if he was ever captured, but he decided that, like, to give it to Peter Pan, and then then like, we no decided to put it in the real world where he's injured with yellow goo. Like, and the fact that the way that it's written in it is just simply gold. First of all, it just being yellow, and then that gold is just like, oh yeah, this poison is Hook's. Like this is his personal stash. Like that's it. It's just a little side. But you know why this show is so good? Things are good because people do them for their own. Like, yeah, I think that this podcast is very good because we love it so much. And we have no problem listening. We do it for us. She writes for herself. So she watches this episode back and she goes, oh, what a good point. (laughs) I wrote it. That's true. That is that. No, it's a very. That's very like how point. the best things come from. If you're only putting out, and this isn't true for social media and life in general. If you're only putting out content for external validation, it's never going to be what you want it to be. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if you do anything in life for external validation, yeah. you should probably rethink it. Exactly. <laughs> Especially if everything you're doing is it's that. like a that's a good place uh, situation <laughs> oh, right yes. there. Very very much so. Yeah. See, you do know the overarching theme to the good place. <laughs> I've finished the show now, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. The last one is Mr. Gold implies that there is no chance that Korra would control him using the dagger. Oh, this is a goof. Uh, there's no chance Korra would control him using the dagger because no one's ever accomplished that in centuries when in actuality, like a few months ago, August totally had it (laughs) in the return. She's like, no. Now, I don't know if he was counting that as like, because he alluded to the fact that it wasn't That's like actually, a Rumpelstiltskin thing. No, no, no. Yeah, that it wasn't, that wasn't actually oh. controlling him because they're in a land without magic and that that deal didn't work there. It only worked mm-hmm. in the interest. And he kind of, but we don't know if he was bluffing or if that's actually true. So if that was true, yeah. then technically he would be right. Then no one's actually controlled him that way. But I think the way that that episode went down, I think that was a bluff. So <laughs> that uh, that is production notes. Although... One last thing I want to just mention, and just because we'll throw it in during the show, but um, we do have a new person, uh, and just on the in case that someone is watching this in order, and I don't want to spoil how this person is involved, but we do have a new person named Tamara who will be introduced officially in this episode, and her name is uh, Sonequa Martin-Green. 
Uh, and I just wanted to shout her out because we, I love when we have like new people who's who you know are kind of important to the plot and not just a random guest star who has one, mm-hmm. one line. Um, she was in a couple things, but including she was Joanna in one episode of Gossip Girl. She was in Walking Dead for as a recurring and then a main character as Sasha. And then that was, both of those were obviously before. You said she was in Gossip Girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, in one random. What's episode. her name? Joanna. No, what's her? I'm sorry. Oh, Sonequa Martin Green. Huh? Sonequa Martin Green. S O N E Q U A. Uh, and she is. I'm. I'm really mentioning this because she is absolutely outstanding. Outstanding actress. And a lot of breath to her uh, acting chops. A lot of lot of variety, a lot of you know. We're we're gonna get to to really kind of dig into her. So I guess the the spoiler <laughs> is um, that she's sticking around, <laughs> obviously. But uh, the the big thing that I think I'm kind of missing here, <laughs> not missing, but the biggest thing is, if I'm not mistaken, she's uh, she is the first ever black female captain of a starship she is the captain of the star trek discovery and star trek discovery show oh i've seen panels of this woman uh because that was they were a lot of like during star trek day there was a lot of like you know the women of star trek and the you know and the black movement and like all these like because star trek was like a trailblazing it was the first time ever that a black woman and a white man had kissed on television <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and Kirk had, it was like a lot of big deals that this thing broke down that you know main characters and how they were empowered and that kind of was passed on um you know uh generation to generation of the iterations of star trek through gene roddenberry's kind of um legacy and she's a huge part of that so you know there was a whole thing about her how she felt about taking that on that she you know she's not the first female captain because we had captain janeway in in voyager but she's the first black female captain of a starship which was like humongous so and that only had just happened like really recently like a couple years ago so that's um yeah she's 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 a big deal uh both in in just her skill but also what what the symbolism of the you know breaking walls down and stuff like she's a big part of that movement as a strong black female actress so watching this and this isn't even her first stuff she was in you know been really working since basically 2005 but this was a big one, you know. She she had a a big role in this. Obviously, The Walking Dead was bigger, <laughs> but um, right. But you know, all of these things together is kind of what got her to that place to be able to do that in Star Trek. So, yeah, shout out to to Shanique, who's uh, who's awesome. So this is, this is going to be her first episode. So that's production notes. Production notes. Uh, we also have a segment where we dedicate. Um, some time to talk about the lost Easter eggs, and we call it What's in the Hatch. Edward and Adam hid a bunch of Easter eggs from Lost that they worked on before, once upon a time, all over the show. Uh, and we have two of them this episode. Uh, one of them is Joanna's letter, uh, not to be confused with Gossip Girl Joanna, that's an equal place. Uh, <laughs> uh, Storybook zip code is mentioned. 04815, 4, 8, and 15 being the first three of the lost numbers. And then there was a return address on the back of said envelope from this Joanna person. And the return address is 42 Langdon Street, 
which is 42 is the last of the lost numbers. So the, the numbers are kind of an easy one to throw in there. Um, but, and I'm pretty sure I, we've talked about this zip code thing before. <laughs> the 04815 zip code, I'm pretty sure is not a thing at all. Let's see. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not, not in this country. I don't think Peru. 04815 <laughs> is Peru. <laughs> So not not here. Nice try, but thanks for thanks for chucking that in there. <laughs> uh, so if you hear this, that'll be us trying to point that out. Since this is just in a single scene, we'll see if we can actually remember. So now we're up to our section where we get to watch the show, which is the most exciting port 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 is where ships go. <laughs> Unless I'm just like doing like a weird black accent port. Uh, I'm rambling. So uh, the drinking bell. This lovely drinking bell, you know, kind of a weird drinking game that we play that isn't doesn't really have like solid rules, but you know, we do anyway. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna just call it out anytime that we see it. Sometimes it's when people do certain things or say certain things, but we like to just kind of throw them in there randomly. Um, so if you hear that, you can drink a drink of your choice, alcoholic or otherwise. You can drink water or tea, or you can eat cookies like I'm doing. Um, Isla's got some very intense things going on. We're just going to continue with the features of our watch party instead. Fine. Uh, so the play pause sound, this lovely sound, that is the sound of the show starting and stopping so that you can kind of get your bearings. Or if you'd like to sync uh, watching with us, then you'll know kind of, you know, when we start and stop our little weird commentary. We try not to stop too much uh if we can but sometimes we're talking over people and we have to rewind and you know all that stuff so speaking of rewinding we have a very familiar voice of the podcast yeah it's rewind time mr will smith everyone ladies and gentlemen will smith uh if you hear that that is because we're gonna rewind a little bit and try and hyper focus on something or because maybe we talked over it and we want to actually hear what they're saying uh oh my god like the literally the most perfect timing in the entire world isla's back for the moment where we talk about the actual reference of the title of the show which i forgot the title of the show is not the show the episode the queen is dead the title of the episode the queen is dead so the there's one line in every show that kind of is supposed to reference that sometimes they actually say it sometimes they don't looks like in this one they don't say it but we like to play a little game i think we can decipher what they're talking about yeah yeah but we're we like to try and guess who it's going to be so here's what the line is poison looks good on you and death is most certainly your color. A nice line. That's a very Maleficent thing to say, even though she has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Doesn't that feel like a very Maleficenty type of, right? Very kind of opulent. She, she kind of talks like that. Poison looks good on you. I'm going to guess Cora. Death is most certainly your color. Cora seems right, but is that too obvious? I'm guessing Cora. I think it's Hook, because it's Hook's poison. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, so we will call that moment out in triumph and glory, and you'll that's that's our chug moment, right? Where you can just like you don't have to chug, but that's that's the that's the big the big drink moment. So now that we're done talking so damn much, <laughs> we get to actually watch the show. And before we do, <laughs> very exciting, I get to debut uh, a new thing 
which if it's only new for the video watchers, but uh, a brand new scene, uh, not scene, but a, a, a visual background, um, because we have added to the video portion a little tiny window where we're actually showing what we are watching so that you can follow along so that it's not just us awkwardly dissociating and staring at nothing <laughs> while the show is playing. So uh, this is the first time, bear with me, this is the first time I'm doing this, so hopefully this will actually work, but uh, here we go. All right, there it is. We got our, well, of course I have to rewind it because it's playing and there's no sound. <laughs> Technical difficulties, it's fine. It's, now we'll do a take two, here we go, ready? All right, let's push the button, see if this works. <laughs> Previously, on hey, Once Upon a Time. look at that. There it is. Really right there. How cool. I love this. Thank you. I can't find that now. With the Dark One gone, we can search for his dagger. Here's your boy. Neil? Oh my god, that Get moment. Get out of my apartment! That moment. Mom, I got this. You two know each other. How? Mom, what's going on? Is this my son? A young boy will lead you to him. The boy. Oh, not Seer. Seer's so creepy. <laughs> Don't like her. <laughs> All right, that was kind of a crazy previous hand. Oh my God, Bailey oh, Madison! I forgot she's back. Look at how cute she is. So adorable. Do you like it? Oh, there's Queen Eva. You are an absolute vision. I can't figure out what I know her from. The ball, and not just because it's for your birthday. <laughs> And also great casting of her as Snow's mom. She, like, oh, totally looks it. I can hardly believe you're growing up so fast. <gasps> Which reminds me, I have a gift for you. It was my mother's once. And she looks like what's-her-name from House. And soon it will be yours. I think I... I don't think I know House enough to, like... No, what, what the main girl. <laughs> like, uh, the one, the head of surgery. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Johanna. Oh, oh, your majesty. Oh, please forgive me. I just wanted to see. How dare you? How inappropriate. That's mine. It's not for oh. a servant. Oh, oh my gosh. Servants don't wear crowns. Enough. I'm sorry, your majesty. Oh, feisty. I was talking to Snow. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Me? I thought yeah. I you better you. than that, Snow. It doesn't matter whether I like that she was not always royalty. like that. That Everyone has to be taught. The kingdom deserves our love and respect. But she took my tiara. She apologized. And it isn't yours yet. Your Majesty, it's all right. You're kind, Johanna. But Snow must learn. My dear, we are all the same. But I thought we were royals. We are. <laughs> royals get to but step that on everyone. Make us better than anyone else. <laughs> The upcoming ball, for instance. So we see she got Can all of her good qualities from mommy, <laughs> obviously. On my birthday. No, it's to honor it's me. To honor them by showing them right? a kind and Rough. benevolent leader when that time comes. Please. When you are crowned with this on your birthday, it will be a symbol that you will always hold goodness in your heart and rule justly. Now, do you understand? I do, Mother. It's beautiful. <laughs> and it's heavier than it looks. Your Majesty! Oh, boy. I'm fine. I love how they were just like, she needs to be sick. No reason, just... <laughs> Getting the doctor. Mother? 
Yeah, that's great casting. Oh. She looks she looks so much like her. She just got her hair cut? Maybe. That's I a mean, fresh pixie. This has always been her thing, but like it looks real good. Making breakfast. Yeah. Hungry. You think I don't know what you're doing? <coughs> we talked about this. We had a deal. I know. I know. But with the curse broken, I thought maybe you would change your mind. Well, I didn't. What's this? Birthday present. No, I told you. It's not from me. No one else knows. Apparently someone does. And they also think you should celebrate. It was left outside the door this morning. <laughs> David's trying to be nice to her and she's like, I don't want someone to be nice to me. What is it? Ah, <laughs> uh, Tiara. It's her mom's, right? I thought that was lost when the curse hit. Well, then who would have had it? Cora, probably. Johanna. Thinking of you, Johanna. Oh, Johanna is the uh, the the maid. Neither did I. The servant. After the curse, you were gone for a while. We're all still fighting each other. It hasn't been easy. I have to go. Okay. Hey. Happy birthday. Thank you for understanding. I love how no matter how spazzy, no matter how spazzy she is, he stays as like a. He does stay very calm and solid. I know. That's a really good husband goals. Yeah, she needs the stability because she's never really had it. I like that they compliment each other in that way. That he, you know. Yeah, and he's so worried. That was a nice little yeah. look that he had. As he a husband like, of someone okay. who's a little spazzy too, I feel this <laughs> real hard. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to look at this you know. old school. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! What did he just hit him with? A crowbar? A crowbar. Which he would have a broken jar be dead if he really hit him in the face that hard. I think you have something in mind. That was pretty rough, Brooke. I know. That was real piratey of him. Mm -hmm. Like actual pirate, mm -hmm. not. Oh. Why wouldn't you keep the hand? <laughs> wouldn't you want the prosthetic hand? I think he like wants to be hooked. Hey, it's a clock tower! If you're not watching with us, um, Harper Jane is with me right now watching, and Captain Hook is one of her favorite characters of all time. Oh. So, did you see the hook? Yeah? <laughs> Harper! <laughs> Having her voice in it, too, is adorable. <laughs> with the theme going on. Joanna! Oh, shoot. I guess that was the return address letter, zip code, and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. It's Mary Margaret here. It's Mary Margaret here. I love when they reference that. Oh, I love that. Oh. And you know what I loved? That she sent her a letter. She waited for her to be ready. To come, yeah. She didn't show up Instead of, like, barging in, yeah, unannounced. In Mr. Gold's shop, and I knew how much it meant to you. I knew you had to have it. Oh, Oh, 
seen those flowers in a long time. Oh. They reminded me of you. Mm. Snow hearts. They could survive the oh. harshest winter, and you were born during the harshest one of all. So there was all this stuff in the wiki about snowdrops, and I left them out, but essentially they're a part of the whole thing. Um, with this, let me see if I can find it. Uh, snowdrops are used as decorations on her birthday. Uh, and also, um, those are the... Oh, this is a spoiler. I'm not going to put that in there. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, but a snowdrop is also what is on the card that she just got from Joanna. Oh, okay. That's okay, what okay. that... So it's all like... so, And it says some English translations of the Snow White fairy tale. Snow White is called Snowdrop. So it was like all of like a little through line. Right. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, it was a major spoiler, and then I was like, I'm gonna leave Why it out. She named me Snow. I thought keeping this garden would be a nice way to honor her. Oh. It is. I miss her too. That's really sweet. Like, did she have to serve under Regina? Mm. What was that? Probably. How do you go from that sweet, selfless sure woman to... No, please, please just stay here. I'll be right back. She goes, I'll be right back. Dives way into the deeps of the... <laughs> <laughs> Regina and Cora digging. Oh, she, like, How did you even hear a, that? She stumbled on a plot. <laughs> yes. Hook marked it clearly. Rumpelstiltskin Sagger is here. Unless Hook lied to us. Well, then, this map is useless. Gold is the only one who can translate it. Oh, don't worry, sweetheart. Hook could have saved us a lot of effort with honesty, but the truth is, we don't need anyone. I can reconstruct the map. It'll just take a bit more time. And when they really do it, look like mother and daughter. You. They do. They really I'll do. I'll use that dagger to force the dark one to kill anyone you like. Oh my gosh, how nice, Mom. Yeah, she's Thanks. doing this like weird, creepy. <laughs> we can kill people together. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. His head's not bleeding out. David, yeah, right. David. His jaw would be busted. David, what happened? Uh, look, he ambushed me. Are you ambushed? hurt? Fine. It's not me once. It's gold. And it's Hook. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy throwing his ass in jail. Hook isn't the problem, David. Tell that to my head. It's Regina. She's been lying to us. She's working with Cora to find Gold's dagger. That's a lot of steps back for Regina, too. They were just starting to trust her. Cora gets it. Mm -hmm. She can force Gold and all his power to do her bidding. Or become the Dark One herself. Another one of those options sounds good. Lucky for us, we can call the man himself. He's with Emma. Tried it. Sent a message. Well, we can't just wait. No, we have to bide time until they call us back or return. How? Regina, she doesn't trust her mother. Never has. If we can put some doubt in her about Cora's motives, it might slow them down. <laughs> this is why I, I put the video here now. <laughs> We're just staring at a scene. Yes. <laughs> and I know how to get her to do that. So, uh, 
You like pizza? Yeah. We can go to Sbarro. You're gonna tell me the best pizzas in New York, and I gotta try it, right? Actually, it's in the. I just want to point out for those of you who are vaguely familiar with New York slash watch Spider-Man, the building behind them is the Flatiron Building, which is the Daily Bugle from Spider-Man. That is the worst fake version of the Flatiron Building because the Flatiron Building is much bigger than that. <laughs> So I guess they're in a place where I don't know what is going on, but that's not the building. So there's not New York. Weird. That's a very specific place in New York. Um, unless yeah. they're looking at the other side, maybe at the Flatiron buildings behind them. But it's it's a place where two diagonal streets cross, and so it makes a triangle building at the end. Yeah, it's a very famous building that was an office building and it burned down in the 30s or something like that. But it's the most famous because it is the Daily Bugle in every single Spider-Man movie. Like that's where he is. But. Yeah, sort of a pseudo Easter egg. <laughs> the Kingdom of Demarion on the North Shore of the Dragonfields of Zorn. Nah, it's in New York. Here, let's get you a slice. A he made a, he made a horrible pizza joke. Yeah, I am. They're in, on Worcester Street, the way Worcester's actually spelled. If welcome, I feel confident an invitation would have been extended. <laughs> it's a sad truth that the people closest to us are the ones capable of causing us the most pain. I like how they're just like sulking That's in so the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My lying to him just caught up with me. Give me time, he'll forgive you. Is that you projecting your own hopes? My son and I have somewhere to go. I can see that. That's an understatement. We need you to speak to him. <laughs> Try and convince him to come back to Storybrooke with us. I recall there was only one favor I owed you. Ooh. I think I'm paid up. This isn't about me anymore. Hey. You'll do it for Henry. How do you figure that? Oh, because if you don't, you're going to wake up one morning and discover he's hopped in a bus back to New York. He ran away to Boston to be with you. You'll do the same thing for his father. Thanks, you. Yep. Good logic. Which you will. That is completely logical. At least Henry will understand that I lied to protect him. Someone's been to send a lot like Regina. Ooh, that's a deep cut. I think the real. She is really getting after it today. To protect yourself. What's that supposed to mean? From getting hurt again. Not you want a second chance for that, man? Oh! What makes you think that? Wow. They're looking You have no idea. What are we talking about? Emma, Neil wanted to show me the museum. Oh, it's Emma now. Wasn't mom mm -hmm. two hours ago, but now it's Emma. <laughs> well, I, it's like culture, right? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. You like the New York pizza? Yeah, it's delicious, cheesy, and doesn't lie. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we need to teach Emma you to... is getting punched in the jaw right now. We need like... to teach you better zingers, Henry. <laughs> That's close. Okay. He's fine. Everything's fine. What'd he say? I didn't actually talk to him. <sighs> then why am I here? Because I know you've been lying. And I thought it was time we talked. I don't know what you're talking no, no, no. about. No more lying. I know you've been with your mother. I know you're looking for the dagger. What I'm doing is my business. Not There's really. There's a war starting, Regina. That much is clear, yes. Lucky for you, you've earned enough goodwill with me to give you one last Like she chance. cares about her goodwill with you. She's, I hope. <laughs> Look at her face. She's like, okay, bitch. <laughs> Have you ever considered that maybe, perhaps, I am good? We don't know what she's using 
Wow, you really don't want to root for the bad guys, but they are having a good go this episode. They are. What did it get me? Dinner with a bunch of hypocrites who pretend they'll forgive me when in their hearts they know they never will. You're giving me a chance. How about I give you one? Stay out of my way. Listening to your mother is a mistake, Regina. Because listening to you will work out so much better. She doesn't care about Henry. All she wants is power. Knowing that there's a possibility. She doesn't care about you. Power is how you get things? Oh, that is... And what would you know about mothers? Oh, yikes. Honestly, though... That was a low blow. No, I have to agree with Regina. You cannot just come out swinging saying your mother doesn't care about you. Yeah, that's... Especially since you have literally no trust with each other. That's something that you, like work up towards, yeah, yeah, say yeah, a different yeah. way. Snow's like, yeah, well, you know what? Your mom hates you. My mom's dead, but at least my mom liked me. Like, yeah, that's not it's, fair. It's, it, yeah, it's a little cutting a little bit. And you're and not going to get anywhere. Regina is completely right with, they say, oh, we'll forgive you. We'll give you another chance. But it's never fully. There's a lot of interesting, like, juxtaposition ideas here, right? That, you know, even if you really want to be good and you try and turn around... If the people don't give you a chance, it kind of cuts you off at the knees. But also, like, we, with the possibility that Regina could be good, we don't have confirmation of what Regina wants to do with the power that she gets from the dagger, whether that's to use him or become him. Right. We kind of have an idea that Cora's probably had some, got some bad intentions, but nobody knows what Regina's intentions are with them. Regina could be wanting to cr- double cross Cora. We don't know. Right. And then on the flip side, Regina should be way more transparent with Snow. Like she should be like, listen, I know what you saw. Yeah. I'm trying to get back at yeah, my mother yeah. right Which now. Like, let it. me figure this out. Just give me some space to do it. But instead, she's being all, you know, cryptic. You know, but she's got trauma, right? What she got. And that's fine. I see both sides of this. I do. I, and I like that it's written a little bit tense like that. It's not an I easy... am inclined to side with Regina on it, though. In the I sense agree. of Snow. And Regina is still recovering from the Archie situation, I feel like. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like that's still is. really fresh. Like, she was just accused of murder, and she has murdered people in the past. But, like, this was a murder that she actually didn't commit. So to be accused of it is probably big for her. Yeah. And I also think she's like, that, like, for once I was trying to be good and nobody believed me and look where I ended up. Why would I believe you again that you said that you're trusting me, your goodwill, your goodwill, yeah. means not, like you yeah. said, her, yeah, yeah. that's not a form of currency that Regina's accepting. That right was now. really haughty uh, or not haughty, but uh, condescending on Snow's yes. part to be like, I'll give you another chance. She's like, I don't like you. I don't care. No about thanks. Your chances. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like uh, th- the thing, no. Regina as much as we need Regina to be transparent, we'd also need Snow to say, listen, I want to believe you're a good guy. If you are, tell me what your plan is. Tell, like, she didn't step up and give her nope. the benefit of the didn't doubt and option. say, okay, if you are being good, then let me in. She didn't even give her that. She just went, you're not listening to me because your mom doesn't like you and I'm right. It just, it just felt another, like she another way to- care about you. Yeah, that's real. That's- a lot now i know where that's coming from and the evidence that we have to believe that but but 
a lot of other ways that could have been delivered. It's a very, it's still a very hard, even if it's true, it's still a really yes. harsh thing to and say. And I out do loud think it somebody. is true, which is, which is sad. I think yeah. it is true. I still don't really think that Cora has a single good intention, but yeah. I don't think that's Snow's place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so the dead mom comment stands. I will let that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Aren't you going to zing something back when somebody insults you like that? Yeah, even if it's even if it's equally not appropriate, you got to. Yeah, they just hit each other with really bad yo mama jokes. (laughs) Which I think the thing I'm reacting to is I'm like, I've seen you guys square off before and it has brought me to my knees. So this feels weak. This feels like I I think they're both tired. They're tired. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) they're tired. So here's Bailey Madison gorgeous in this beautiful dress. Not yet, my dear. I have hope that we shall know soon. And she'll be I don't really trust that guy to save her mom. <laughs> Look at his beard. Weirdo. Look at his beret. <laughs> his beret. for the king immediately. Seriously. What, what message should I give him? Sit and tell me it's not medieval. Can wait. He should be at his wife's side. We'll cancel the ball. Then turn it into a celebration once you're better. We can't cancel your birthday. It will be fine. I would be well by then. I want to see you walking in in that tiara. I think she needs to wear this woman some comfy clothes. (laughs) Yeah, right. She's in this ball gown. I think they brought her directly (laughs) upstairs. I guess. Yeah, but she still has her tiara on. Birthday. She does. She does. I like that this boils snow down to like my birthday is not important and people honoring is not important. The person is important. Leave your mother alone. She got the vid. There's gonna be blood. Yeah. What's going to happen to her? Is she going to die? Look, Bailey. Look at how good she is. Yeah. This is intense. She's very talented. I mean. I don't want to lose her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I must hope the doctor. He doesn't even know what's wrong with her. How can we please hope in him? Like some grown women can't do this well. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? this is very impressive. If medicine can't cure the queen, perhaps magic can. Do you see how like she's her eyes are darting around? She's like looking in it. Like that's what adults do. Like that's a very nuanced thing for a kid. Your mother has right. There's a lot of movements that she's making. That so very yeah, very mature. The most powerful of magic. I'm not really supposed to even know of this. Please, John. There is a benevolent fairy. Oh, it's the blue fairy. Grant a person's wish if their heart is true. My dears. I swear. So this entire thing is her learning her lesson about she's not the most important person in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go into the woods where the sky is clearest. Wish upon the blue star. Oh, interesting. So this is Snow's backstory, and I said that it would be that I, I said <laughs> Henry. I love Henry so much. Um, I, I was saying this is going to be before Daniel, but this isn't even in like where is Regina during this? You know what I mean? This is not even. She's not even in this 
right that she's off somewhere being young even younger than she being was being a kid she's like yeah, being yeah. a teenager living her life but riding this horses. is but this is before snow got caught on the horse like all that stuff mm-hmm. is before because obviously her mother's alive so this is snow learning to be good so that the very pure baby snow that regina meets now we're learning where that snow was born that really right. pure hearted version of her <laughs> i'm gonna rewind it because that was really funny yeah, it's rewind time blue star Wish upon the blue star. Love that. So, should I call you grandpa now? <laughs> call me whatever you like. <laughs> Remember, he doesn't like Henry because yeah. Henry's prophesied to take him down. He's going to be the one to do, be your undoing. I'm trying my best here. I know. We all are. It's just we're going to have to go back to our home. This is also funny. They're... They're pretty much on the same one block of all of New York City. It's the same, like, two all blocks. Of New York. <laughs> Senior apartment. We've got a lot going on here. Looks rude. Receiving. Listen, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. It's complicated. So, Neil, do you think we can take the subway? Yeah, sure, of course. Let's go get that camera. He's already being a good dad, honestly. <laughs> He's like being caring, you know? Yeah. So, uh, have you talked to him? He said it's complicated. Oh, I see. Well, maybe he just needs some time. I don't know. Oh, boy. How did you get there that How fast? did he know where to go, even? So he stabs... He stabs Mr. Gold. Says TikTok, haha. Oh, that's why he needed the hook. He didn't need it as a weapon. He's always getting hit on the head. Like, hook is so <laughs> clumsy. This man has many concussions. <laughs> oh, you know. New York Brock. You know him? Suddenly, he's Bay again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, found a scorch. Stab Happy Pirate in there. Shouldn't be causing anyone else any problems. And get this, he had a map on him. It looks like he sailed his ship here. They get a pirate ship in New York. It's cloaked. Don't worry. He's not going to hurt any of us. But is Mr. Gold going to be okay? I like that he's more concerned about Mr. Gold than them. Yeah. Henry, of course. Are you all right? Stay away from me. Hey, kid. The battery's dead. What? In the other room and see if you can find a charger, okay? Okay. Whoa. This, there's a lot going on right now. What the hell is that? It's poison. This is one of hooks I'm making. There's no antidote in this world. It's. It's not from me. Hey, 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 hey. Gotta little be drink to the Peter Pan novel. <laughs> Storybook. There's magic there now. We need to get him back. I'll get a car to take us. We need something faster. Yeah, they flew here. The Jolly Roger instead of a car? It's the fastest vessel in all the rounds. Well, that's great, but who's going to captain it since the only guy qualified wants you dead? I can do it. Mmm. Yeah. Hmm, how come? I can do it. Oh, that backstory. That backstory. Interesting. Interesting that he decided to drive a pirate ship. Amazing. 
So you would assume at this point it's because he's magical, and magical people know magical things, right? Right. <laughs> like, I think I just assumed, like, oh, yeah, because he's from... Like Emma is thinking. Right. Okay, yeah, sure. Of course you do. I sense a great deal of dark magic has been expelled. That's why we're here. Cora and Regina are trying to find Gold's dagger. So they may control the dark one. We're hoping your magic will find the dagger first. Please, Mother Superior, you're our only hope. Okay, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> that the star? Oh, the cultural reference Where for that? that Where's the hidden Mickey? There. Is it in the top? We're I think, probably. Snow White. I have found you. It is in the top. Yay! Hidden Mickey. The blue fairy. Where do you I see it? You'd come. It's on the little openings on the top. The three circles. Oh, okay. I know when I'm needed. Your mother, the queen, is sick. Yes. And if you don't help her with magic, she'll die. I can tell that you love your mother very much, Snow White. But fairy magic is the purest magic of all. And the last cheating death is the darkest of undertakings. Wow. You can't just let her die. It is the way of the world. There has to be something you can do. Circle of life. Can't control death. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is. You know what's is interesting? What is it? She very clearly has a lisp. Her tongue hits the back of her teeth when she says S's. Using a type of magic that is forbidden to fairies. And she's she's pushing through it. She was trained out of it. You must promise to keep this a secret. No one must ever know. Yes. Yes, anything. Yeah. See? See how her tongue is all wonky? Just help her. But she's just. she's yeah, she's she is trained out of it and you can't hear it. She's she had well. one in Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, magic that can yeah. save your mother's life. But all magic, especially magic this powerful, comes with a price. Oh, drink to Which that. Which unfortunately, yeah. In order for unfortunately, live, I think that might have been a product of like bullying at some point because a lot of people talked about her list. I don't understand. Oh, really? To salvage a life beyond hope means breaking the laws of nature. So if you are to save a life, you have to lose one. Balance. You must lose one in return. Interesting way to frame that concept. Yep. But who must die? That is for you to decide. Yikes. You must Girl, I'm this eight. Candle over the heart of your sacrifice. <laughs> She's like, I'm you good. Never mind. Oh, you just, lit, and you just whisper their name. You, just, you say anybody. For your mothers. That's rough. All she ever wanted was for me to be good. That is the same face. Yeah. I yep. can't that guinea good makes. Someone yeah. else's life for hers. That is the same person. Yeah. It's crazy. I love her so much. She's such a Damn. good actress. If I only can. Snow could have just traded her dad. Yeah. What are you doing? You mean there's a car? Well, you were suddenly a pirate and we're gonna take a ship. Yeah, well, we still gotta get his ass to the ship. So you know, Hook? It's a long story. Short version. Very. Is this world wasn't my first stop when I left home. No. Bingo! I'd be a couple hundred years old by now. Ah! And where right. do you go where you don't grow up? I Thank really you. like that because that, that is, is so good. I think that that was the perfect way to introduce it. He also, he did not pose that question to the people in the room. No, that is really it was good not writing. spoken to us. He was literally having a conversation with Emma. And, and I felt opens, like I was just like hanging out. It opened that question and then whizzed right by it to the next thing. That is the best way to get someone to hang on. 
to something like that to like really take the words that characters are saying and go wait is there more in there you're training the audience to think critically instead of spoon feeding them the answer so they don't have to do any work that's why i love i had one show. stop before here and i would have been yeah like, oh i love that this wasn't my first stop uh you know after leaving home and why oh, that I cannot wait to get to that backstory because I just really love that. That's probably so my well favorite done. reference so far because yeah. you it feels like an inside joke. It does. It feels like something that you're like, yeah, you have to be in the club to know. <laughs> and that's it's cool like an if you, you know, you know, but it's like a fun if you know, you know, because like if you grew up with any sort of Disney, then you would, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. And this show is full of those like wink and a nods, and sometimes they pay off, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're just a reference, and sometimes they're like really meaningful. That one incredible moment. And the fact that he's like long story, but the short version. Oh, I love how that whole entire moment was handled. It was yeah, really, that was really great. Well done. Tight. You need to see this. What is it, kid? It's a text from David and Mary Margaret. You need to read it now. Why is she just getting texts on her phone right now? Worst incurable poison. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Got a dagger hidden somewhere in Storybrooke that's the source of all your power? Get to your point. Cora's after the only way to stop her. <laughs> it's like I'm done with this shit right now. Let Cora try. You can't seriously be willing to risk this. How with your son coming back with you to Storybrooke? Miss Swan. That dagger has not left my possession for centuries. It's not about to know. Except that one puppet guy, but we don't talk about him. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I love that even when he's poisoned, he's like, still making jokes. You're dying. And right now we are your best hope. Time's come for you to start trusting someone. And if I were you, I'd start with family. Another motif, family being the source of power, right? I am your indirect daughter-in-law you yeah. will listen to me i love how we get to can i call you grandpa pretty early like immediately hey, he's cast a protection spell well then we need to try something equally powerful dark magic dare you don't know what you're saying cora can't get that dagger if dark magic is the only thing that can break that protection spell we need to make an exception and use it just like you told me once before I never told you any such thing. <laughs> She's like, uh, excuse me? Oh, look at her. Do you see how angry she was just now? She was like, what? He told you where it is? The clock tower. Also, you're in the company of Charming, all right? There's not a lot of people knowing that you one time offered dark magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I've done it. Awful thing. Oh, what? What is it? I went to the Blue Fairy and begged her to help to save you with magic. But what she gave me, it was dark magic. A candle that could restore your life by taking away someone else's. It was the only way. Like she looks like she's been crying for hours. This yeah. Girl. Like they didn't she just like. She looks like. Oh, she's like, thank God. Yeah. I could have healed you. But oh I was my gosh. <laughs> like she chews on these script lines, that man. Wasn't fear. Mm -hmm. That was strength. Strength. To 
sister. See how she darts her eyes around? I that's that's so fascinating to me. Proud of you. But now you won't get better. We all reach a moment in our lives where we are not meant to get better. And with or without me, someday you will be a great queen. She does not have a choice in this matter, Snow. As long as you hold the spirit of goodness in your heart. This is this is really good. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about some baggage of your mom dying in your hand? Yep. Yikes. After telling you you need to be good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Madison Bailey. Bailey Madison. Whatever Bailey your name Madison, is. Bailey Madison, yeah. Oh. I'm actually and who was there for her? But kind Joanna. of surprised she didn't get an award for this. I think it's because it's too short of a role, but if she had been a more recurring character, I feel like she might have gotten an award. And you know what? Where the hell was the king? It's a good question. He exists, right? Maybe he's not as uh, benevolent as we thought. He put the dagger in the hand of the clock. Behind the hand of the clock. Fascinating. I know. We did it. Everyone finally can be controlled. Maybe he can be. But by whom? Come on, keep me here. Wait. You're too late. Actually, it seems that we found you just in time. I told you to pick your side carefully. Good has won. Just as it always does. Man, I want to gloat just yet. Finally come, my darling. You haven't Snow gotten away yet. Long overdue lesson. Johanna! You see, in the end, it isn't good or evil that wins, but power. That's a really interesting idea. Regina! So she just ripped out Johanna's heart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can he just... Can't you just summon the dark one to slap these bitches around? <laughs> like, isn't you're holding the dagger? <laughs> isn't that the whole point? I don't get it. Oh, her it's mourning time, dress. All equally as beautiful as her birthday Listen, dress. I kind of want that. Oh my god. She just said this is the it was supposed to be your celebration. It's on her birthday her mother died. Yeah, that's, that's why, why she, she was said so she hated sad. her birthday. Yeah. Got it. From your mother. God, she looks stunning. <laughs> you want to talk about a princess, like a young I princess. would love to have that dress. She was right. Right? Even with the full it bustle like that? All the way out? <laughs> I, I Wow, it's like a reverse wedding. This is terrible. <laughs> so sad. I miss you. Oh, so much. 
little lip is quivering. And she put one snowdrop on her chest. That is so sweet. Also, this woman looks stunning, and even in death, she looks amazing. Literally. <laughs> How do you look that gorgeous? Look at it, and now she knows, like, this is her future. Yeah. She's her, looking at them kind of like they're her, her subjects. subjects. Yeah. yeah. Look, they all Aww. sit. They all sit there. And again, wow. where is the king? Where is the king? He's not dead. We know when he they, dies. I know. We've the doctor said, the doctor yeah. said, go get the king. And he just, like, never showed up. Weird. It's going to be Joanna. It's over, my dear. Always. Oh, my God. It's time to let her go. I've, I've been in that situation so, where you stay at the funeral home until, until everyone's, gone. everyone's gone. Yeah, it's really rough. Oh, that is sad. Yeah, that's really rough. Uh, so Joanna being someone who... Uh, no oh. friggin' way. So Cora was the blue fairy the whole time. Oh, that's why the blue fairy was like, I never told you that. That's for you. That is so good. Poison looks good on you. And death is most certainly your color. It was I knew Cora. it! I knew it! Oh my god. Well, let's have our drink, big drink moment. I am very surprised. I'm I, I, shocked. I did not remember. I thought that the Blue Fairy was just hiding a secret and she was just mad that her yeah, cover was blown. I, th- I did too. That was a good misdirection. That was perfect. That was amazing. Well done. Well done. And to say, oh, I hate that outfit. That's the yeah. first thing she well. says. My daughter doesn't love me the way yours does. I can't break it up. Snow would have been a great ruler someday, but that'll never happen because my daughter will be queen. And all oh. yours will be left with is knowing how I felt. Can't you get your own kingdom, girl? <laughs> to be the miller's daughter. How it felt to be the miller's daughter. Girl, that is some childhood trauma that you need to unpack in therapy. Right. Snow White's heart black as coal. That you will not. That be your final test. You will lose. And once I darkened her soul, it won't just be you I've destroyed. It'll be your legacy. For those of I'm you sorry. Who... This woman has beef with nothing. Do yeah. not harm her. She has nothing to do with this. Of course she does. Whatever they want to know, don't give it to them. Quiet, handmaid. Mother, watch out. No. Yeah, I can see, girl. <laughs> Enough of this. Surrender the dad. Be careful, he has a we gun. All know yeah, I know. You'll follow your mother's example no matter the cost. All she ever wanted was for you to be good. She is really, those truly words. evil. Where like, you hear those words? where do you think? The Blue Fairy made me swear never to speak of that candle again. Not because it was a secret, because it wasn't her. I like how she figured it out right away. She it's really smart. That candle. You did. My mother wasn't sick at all, was she? Oh, she was quite sick. You did all this. You killed my mother. Actually, the candle would have worked. You could have saved her. But you knew I wouldn't. Why? Why did you take her from me? Yes, Guinea. My daughter, the queen. Get it, girl. She's. Ooh. Hand over the dagger. No. 
This is so good. I will not let you win. Not again. You've already lost your mother. How many connections to her do you have left? Not many, I'd wager. If we give up the dagger, we can still win. She's pushing the block. All right. What would she say? I think she knows Regina won't do it. If she wasn't dead. Mm, I think Regina will do it. I think she's trying to give her a chance. I, in this, I don't, Regina doesn't give two shits about this woman. No, no, I mean, I wonder if Snow's trying to give her a chance, like she said she... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's enough there. (laughs) David had the right idea. (laughs) David had the right idea, they can still win. She knocked her ass out the window. (laughs) And now Joanna just is dead. Well, there you go. You see where good gets you? That was a really traumatic part of... I know Tara's playing video tech right now, but... Someone just died. It's really serious. Okay, wait. Commercial break. Uh, that was intense. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife, Taryn. On video! There she Hi. is! You look super cute, by the way. I know. Now. Adorable. Uh, that was a really intense... That was an intense scene. <laughs> There was a lot to unpack there. But uh, thank you for joining us momentarily in your sweet preppy outfit. Oops. It's a very chaotic episode. I do apologize. But again, I don't apologize at the same time. It's a fake shirt. It is a fake shirt. I was actually going to text her and ask her that. She just said she was going to text you and ask you that. Yeah, it's just the collar and the. Yeah, the the Amazon collar thing. Yeah. But this is literally all it is. Yep. Yeah. You look nice like a work. little lad when you yeah. take the sweatshirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who are who are wondering what that looked like, you can join us on the Spotify video and see what chaos just happened. <laughs> on Honestly, this to entire, the I have people. made this entire episode complete chaos. Yeah, and that's okay. Sh- how about that for our first actual video episode? <laughs> you know what? Our show, uh, the I think the very heartbeat of our show. It's just a dash of chaos at the end. So Listen, that's if we had to do describe you want the episode show, or not? <laughs> right, because this is the only opportunity we have. Oh. Anyway, there she is. Just popped out of her little mouse hole. Uh, where? How much time do we have left? We have one. This is the last one. We got seven minutes left. So we're close to the end of the episode. But that was, holy moly, that was a lot. She literally killed her anyway and didn't even care. She, Cora is a level of evil that I'm I think, scared of, and Cora is a make-believe character. I think, <laughs> honestly, like, that was the darkest moment in Once Upon a Time history so far. So far, yes, and it gets darker than that. I know that for sure. I know. But, it does get darker, but right now... Yeah. This is... this is That was... Scary. Because that is indiscriminately just killed someone. And in every, like, the real fairy tales, about. there's good and evil, and, like, once the evil gets what they want, they stop. Yeah. She had the dagger. She could have said, thank you, okay, walk away. She put the heart back in Joanna. Yeah. They could have just killed her right there. Yeah. And just threw her off. And and watching her over the dead body of her mom being like, I'm going to crush everything that you stand for. I'm like, she's dead. She does, you're, not, you're not even going to win on... Th- this woman is already dead. Like, you're not going to get anything over on... You know what I mean? Like, her evil... Like, you said that we do this podcast for us and we don't need validation from the outside. Like, her evil is like that. Like, her evil doesn't even need the validation of the other person losing. Even after they're dead, she still wants to... Like, it's just... That's a that's a level of evil that is real. That's And, like, like, salt in the wound right before she kills Joanna, she says, it's, like, one of the only connections you have left with your mom. Knowing like, that you she's going to kill her. probably should give anyway. it up. Oh, God, that's... 
that's really like i am honestly very speechless right now like that was what do you have to be like to have that level of sinister she doesn't even have a heart i mean yeah and for those of you who have already watched ahead knowing how this candle becomes important to the plot how this scene that we just watched together think about all the things that are about to happen in the next couple seasons and her promise to snow and her promise to snow's mother i'm gonna make snow's heart as black as you know like all of like knowing what's what happens in the future i think makes this scene there's a writing mechanic and i forget what it's called there is a there is a name for it but it's it's when they have to and i think about i might have talked about this on the show before it's when they um they have to explain the mechanic of something in what they call act one, the beginning of the movie or the TV show. They have to explain some weapon or explain some technical mechanic that's going to become important in act three. In fact, it's going to be the very thing we need to save the day. And they need to nonchalantly mention this like random thing. They're like, oh, horcruxes that they mentioned the very beginning of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of like a whatever how Voldemort got his thing. And then it becomes like the entire point, right? So that this in this case, I can tell you right now, this candle, that's what this entire thing was, was explaining how this candle works, explaining how it gets introduced and who is involved so that we can really understand when the candle becomes really important. This is the thing we have to remember. Everything we just watched, this episode is is the thing we have to go back and reference to be like, now I understand why all this is important. So this kind of starts a big wave of things that happen in the next, I think, season and a half. Which is really exciting. Like, that's right. a, it's a big deal. So, th- th- I don't know. I'm, I'm like really, I'm pumped. Let's see what happens post commercial break. Here we have. We're in the mayor's office. Regina's back, back in action. It's nice to be back. My God, she can hear me. Quite wearisome. <laughs> now she's talking like, like a weird Englishman again. <laughs> it's quite wearisome. So happy you what? what is it, my love? Your trouble. You never told me about your history with Snow's mother. Oh, what? Like any good parent would do. You she think never I deserve to know exactly what it took for me to become queen. Now you know. Mm. Yeah, girl, you're not innocent, though. No, but at this table, interesting for us. Her. Uh-huh. Not a coincidence. No. And she put it together immediately. Regina's Here's... Queen. It's time for your writing lesson. Mother, I have no lesson to Oh, I thought you'd be happy. I arranged for you to have more time with Rosamund. What's this? What's this? Of course. Thank you. I'll send the stable boy for my saddle right away. What's this? What's this? is also in the novel, by the way. The you horse. That's sure the horse. I'd be in the pastures when snow rode past. I'm so tired of these endless journeys. Your father, the king, is a lonely man. The who? Nothing. What king? Oh, that king. He's right there. You had to make sure when I met Snow White. (laughs) Something slapped it. She enchanted the horse. Her father would be searching for a new queen. We'll be waiting. (laughs) There's the uncredited Daniel. And what does this knowledge change for you? Right. What do you do with that now? Interesting idea. I am the queen. And if that's what you wanted so badly, 
Then you can stop. Why do you yeah. need Rumpelstiltskin's dagger now? Good question. I'm worried my interests are no longer aligned with yours. My they never were a bit. And I've told you, you'll have him. But how? She did. Now that Mary Margaret and David know we have the dagger, we can't use gold to kill them without Henry finding out. True. Have patience, my love. I have a plan. By the time Rumpelstiltskin returns, Emma Swan and the rest of them will be nothing more than a vaguely unpleasant memory. And Henry will be yours. What is this? And you're and like, what's the next thing you're gonna do as a viewer? You're gonna be like, what is this plan? Should I can't even put right. together what like, she's what's trying. What's the end game? It's kind of annoying now. You're just killing people for fun. Yeah. New York. I'm sure he can make his way out of a basement. You have a problem leaving him behind? Actually, I've done it before. Great. I have to admit, after some of the things you said, I'm surprised you rallied to his side like this. I'm pretty sure they're still in the same part of town. <laughs> watching him die in front of you. Maybe a monster, but he's my blood. It happens when he's healed. I don't know. Forget him saying something I think is possible with him. It's somewhere inside you. You hope someday it will be. Nice full of surprises, isn't it? Neil's got a certain charm no about him what, I really like. I love him. Be around you a little bit, even if it is just for a visit. Here's our car. Here's our car. We're not going to hotwire this thing. No, uh, belongs to a friend. It's a generous friend. Yeah, about that. Um, we need to finish our conversation from earlier. There's something you need to know about me before we get on the ship. Neil! Enter Tamara! Oh my god, I caught you. What are you doing here? I don't know. I, I'm a little worried after talking to you. You can't just say you're leaving town for a while. Hey, yeah, listen, everything's fine. Okay, I promise. Right, sweetie. And just tell me what's going on. Neil. I'm tomorrow. Emma. It's my fiance. Oh. I actually Ooh, forgot. Her facial expression change was honestly phenomenal. Yeah, I forgot how she got introduced. That's. Oh, Not she great. planted. So the spoiler was she also plants snowdrops on Johanna's grave. And I was like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> that never should have happened. Johanna wasn't innocent. You can't blame yourself. You did the best you could do in an impossible situation. And yet Regina's family mausoleum remains untouched. Yeah, that's like not the kind of advice that I would want to hear in that moment. <laughs> you did all you could. Yeah, yeah. She's still dead though. Things just like your for mom. A reason. Just like your Hold mom. To goodness. That's what my mother taught me. How many more lives is following that lesson going to take away from me? Yeah, she's kind of done with this. Make you lose faith in who you are. Someone who does the right thing. You know, that's exactly what she wants. I made the right decision when I stopped Regina's execution all those years ago. When it could have saved us all of this heartache. I made the right decision. This is the interesting temptation, right, too. through the wardrobe and we didn't see her first steps. I made the right decision when I let my own mother die from Cora's poison. And we keep beating them. At what cost? Not really. Yeah, not <laughs> even. Like, now you're not really winning. It's time. We've earned it. Ooh. No more lives lost. No more hearts broken. Oh boy. The dagger. It's useless until gold returns to Storybrooke. 
We have time, we'll get it back, and when we do, we can bring Cora and Regina to justice. I don't care about justice anymore. There it is. We keep thinking that people will change. What if that's wrong? That's what Cora wanted. What if I'm the one who has to change? Change how? I'm going to kill Cora. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's the end of the episode. Like, that's great. What what a zinger to end with. Just I'm gonna kill Cora. Exit stage left. Like I love that. That's this uh this episode is so and the philosophical idea of like we've given them enough chances, we keep asking them to change. I need to change now. Like that's a really interesting, like, are you the bad guy after you have already given people changes and they don't change? Like, is that your fault? Are you expected to keep making that same you know like and you're now you're costing lives like at what point do you have to just cut and that's always the hero's dilemma right at what point is it like there's being nice and then there's you gotta do what you gotta do to save people's lives you know Ooh, that was good that was real good i enjoyed it i hope that was phenomenal i hope you all liked it as well uh let's 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 do our our notes for the end of the show right let's do our mvps yeah all right mvp of Storybrooke. Uh, or, well, let's say Storybrooke and Manhattan. So we got Neil, yes, Henry, yes, yes. Uh, Gold. Uh, we got Hook, Hen- uh, Emma, Regina, Cora, Snow, Johanna. Charming. It's kind of what we're working with here. Okay. Do we give it to Neil. Johanna for being sweet? Do we give it to... Mm, no, we pour one out for Johanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Forgot about that. This right here? Yeah. This goes out to all our fallen homies, yo. Johanna, our fallen homie. Come on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Neil for being a good dad. Good son. dad, and he also was being a good son. He yeah. could have said, die, bitch. And yeah, yeah, instead, yeah. he was like, you, I don't have any feelings, like good feelings towards him, but he is still my blood, so I'm going to take care of him. And the idea and- that he didn't even hesitate. He ju- he didn't even flip-flop. He didn't. He was just like, he's still my blood. I don't care. You do what's right. Like, I feel like there's a And good- he was completely honest with Emma. Yeah, about the fiance I thing. have a... There was not really a good time to say it. And but he, he was just trying. was like, yeah. I'm going to say... Yeah, he was trying. I don't think he was trying to avoid it at all. No, no, no. It was just, yeah. Where sometimes they, like, try to hide it, and yeah. it's gross, and we hate it. But MVP- here he was like, this is my fiance. <laughs> uh, MVP Storybrooke, Neil. MVP of Enchanted for of present day. MVP of Enchanted... So we got uh, Johanna. We got Baby Snow. We got Cora Blue... Well, Blue Fairy, I guess, wouldn't count because it's really Cora. Then we have Queen Eva, the king who never made it to the screen, who's got my LVP for not being around. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving my MVP to to Johanna for being there for Snow. I, and I'm I, giving my LVP. I'm just going to like put it out there now. I'm giving it to the king for being a terrible husband, terrible father, yeah. and honestly, terrible ruler in general, because yeah, you should have yeah. more control over your kingdom. I agree. I, the, the LVP going to Cora feels like a waste when it really should go to someone who we're not talking. Obviously, Cora's evil. We can't change that. But the king is supposed to be better than that. And I feel like, yeah, yeah it's, it seems like a weird thing to just omit or at least explain to me why he hasn't been around. Oh, I'm off right. making sure our kingdom is safe and fighting this Are you war. In, because yeah. of, Are you somewhere else? Like, no. What's the deal? You, yeah. But even still, the doctor sent for you and you never showed up. And you never showed up. Uh, LVP of oh, sorry, what are we doing? MVP of Enchanted Forest. Uh, Queen Eva for B 
being a good mother. And when I say being a good mother, I don't just mean keeping your kid alive. We talk about this a lot. Yes. Being a good parent is not about keeping your child breathing. It is about teaching your child how to be a functioning human being in society with other kids, with other adults, being good to other people, being a good family member caring about things other than yourselves like that is really in my opinion the most important function nurturing to be nurturing you know creating a child that will become a good adult you want to raise a good human and that is what makes somebody a good parent yeah making your kid happy it doesn't even have to be a mom yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the the idea of like making your kid happy by giving them things and and giving them opportunities and doing all those things, if everything is not geared towards so they can learn a lesson about how to be a good adult when they grow up, then it's point it's for you. Then it's for you mm-hmm. and not about that kid and that's selfish. And I really really hate watching that. I hate watching parents who and I, I I would preface all of this to say that I am not a parent of my own and I'm not saying this because I have experience in parenting. I'm saying this because I have experience in bad parenting resulting in shitty people i have to deal with when they grow up <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. i'm dealing with and and knowing that you can create a nurturing environment in which that person can grow up to be like your best your next best friend or the, you know i i think about like my niece and nephew and like my nephew is right now his first year in college and him becoming someone important to someone else brings me to tears the idea that he could have been raised to a point where he could be valuable to another peer his age or someone older or whatever is just like that's really the goal and her being queen eva taking opportunities where snow did not do something wrong she was not disciplining her she was not reprimanding her right this was not a but she created a teaching moment out of my birthday is so that everyone can have all eyes on me and everyone can honor me no that is not the reason why she's teaching her how to be a good ruler right right and, and even before that she taught her how to be a good person how to in be the a sense good person. of you do not speak down to someone and this is another point for gentle parenting which is what i try to practice um she could have easily slapped that kid across the face yeah, or absolutely. spanked that kid or sent her to her room you know what i you know what i mean go to your chambers whatever she said no sternly it wasn't like she was being a pushover yeah, like yeah. please don't talk to people like that yeah, she yeah, showed yeah. joanna that she had respect for her yes by, also true yeah which i think is huge because yeah as an adult it is really hard to look at another adult and admit that the product of you is wrong you know what i mean yeah. like that's, that's embarrassing yeah, that's for point. the queen because what do you mean? I don't. I did not raise you like that. That's a that. reflection on her. Yeah. Yeah. So she showed Joanna respect by being like, "This is not acceptable." Yeah. Because she could have easily said, "Snow, excuse me, can you come here for a minute? We need to talk right. about this." Right. But she did it in front. She of She did the it servant. in front of her. She lowered herself was, to this. To yeah. This, yeah. No, that's very. A great point. I yeah. I know that this is written and this is not real, but still, I have a lot of respect for that. No, and but she it's did a, not it's hit very, her. There was no negative with it. It was all. Um, positive, positive reinforcement. Yeah. No, I agree. And telling her like you, this is why you do, and it wasn't because I said so. It was because you need to be a good person. She deserves respect yeah. just as much as you do and I do. Yeah. Moreover, on her deathbed, still teaching her that it is yeah. strong to make the hard choice and yep. not weakness. Like she even taught her a lesson with her last breath. That is apparent, man. You want to say and I'll validating do for my her kid, choice. Yeah. She was so selfless. She could have said, why didn't you save my life? Trade my life for someone else's. Why do you not love me? But it it wasn't about it. She said, no, you did what I wanted you to do. You did 
the right thing. So, I got to tell you, this this part really hits hits me really really hard. We we from a non-parent to a parent and from Isla's being a parent to a non-parent to me, we do have conversations about parenting and children all the time. And mm-hmm. this it always comes, but we really have the same sensibility towards that, which is this is a, a whole human being. It doesn't matter if they're an infant or a toddler or they're too young to know blah, blah, blah. This is not a prop. This is not an accessory. This is not a handbag. This is a whole human being that you're putting out into the world. And as the husband of a kindergarten teacher, please, for the love of God, put a good person into the world <laughs> so that they don't go to school and go to work when they're in their 20s and, do, and just be a useful sack of shit to everyone around yeah. them you know or so bully like, my kid because you watch or yeah or something so you make me have to kick a kid across the street or something but like i will watching will a parent every time my wife comes home with a story about some kid who was an, uh, an, uh, had amazing manners or something like that and then met the parents and the parents did exactly what queen eva did here in front of another authority figure make a teaching point for a kid that a kid immediately understands completely internalizes and then does in her classroom when the parent's not there it almost makes me weepy because i'm like a good parent like that is invaluable and honestly they don't get enough credit Mm -hmm. nor do you because you're an amazing parent and you deserve that as well Because oh, you really just backflipped off a chair, but thank you so much. You know what? And you so, didn't like, you didn't lose it. You didn't make it her fault. She's a kid. That stuff happens. You know, you like you you work through it. You know, and you didn't. I have very little patience. So sorry to everybody kind of listening stuff. or watching to this. So they're like, "Wow, you're gonna call Isla a good parent?" Well, you're it's fine. I look. Listen, I she is going to be well balanced because you let her make mistakes like that and then she learns from them you know you don't just turn it into i don't like you because you're not doing things the way i'm saying to do which a lot of parents do they make it their kid's problem it happens all the time you know and i'm sure it it's happens gross. sometimes you know you where in the moment you get angry it's impossible to say everything's perfect but generational trauma well, yeah, yeah. everybody needs to go to therapy yep. for sin to the father break yeah, always pass the generational trauma break the cycle anyway we are off our soapbox we apologize actually i'm not I'm sorry i'm never actually gonna get off that soapbox I'm but not, anyway yeah. I'm we not can move on from sorry. this <laughs> that is my uh I, I firmly believe that anyway mvp goes to queen eva for very very strong reasons although mvp for my Johanna, mvp goes to joanna for being with snow so i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna duel that yeah and i think they double I, that I, and I I agree with yours ampersand, as well. Ampersand, the MVPs this week. Ampersand, yeah. I agree because jo- Johanna being someone who afterwards, you know, being had, had to be that support in that system. moment when her dad apparently just could give less of a shit. And honestly, even into death, she didn't say, Snow, I'm scared. She said, don't do it. Remember your mom. Be good. You know what I mean? In her <sighs> dying words. deserved better. She did. Justice for Joanna. Um, this one hurts like Daddy Regina. It, I was going to say, she is Snow's Daddy Regina. Although yeah. Regina killed him. But there was a conflict there where she thought she had to and all this other stuff. Okay, but listen, Regina. Yeah. We she have should, beef. She should, yeah. She should know better than that, too. Um, LVP of Storybrooke. I Regina. Say, I say Regina because Regina's playing both sides and I don't like it. And I don't know I'm not giving stands. it to Cora. Unless Cora does something like completely out of pocket, I'm not giving it to Cora because I mean everything we she expect does out of these things. <laughs> yeah, but it's expected. You're right, Regina. You're not doing anything for your son right now. You are not fighting for she your keeps... son. You are fighting for yourself. All right, I'm. I really apologize because I. This is a much shorter but aggressive soapbox that I have. You saying out loud. My intentions are good. Does not make you a no. good person. You can keep saying 
and I say everything right now is self-serving this I say this in real life too. social media you use all these platforms to say I'm good look at how great I am look at my intentions and it's all fake and you can say whatever you want it does not excuse your shitty behavior and Regina Mm -hmm. just keep continuing to go back and say is this for Henry I just want to make sure it's for Henry and you being a complete douchebag to everyone and killing people and being a part of this horrible plan it does not it, it actually not only does it not make you a good person it invalidates the lies and bullshit that you're saying about oh it's for henry you're full of shit you're just a bad person just say you're a bad person just own that i actually and being dealt a bad hand or a bad day does not give you permission to be a bad person yeah yeah or to do or bad a, things or a bad hand in life in general that's still that's what not i mean if you think always what was me like regina keeps on victimizing herself and it's yeah. like yeah girl Ooh. you had some shit happen but you know what you. Oh, shoot. I just realized that I forgot to switch the video <laughs> to the right thing. So you guys are looking at my notes right now. My bad. <laughs> That's fine. It's um, I'm getting used to it. It's, this is the first run, you know? Um, anyway. We're uh, good. But the, the victimizing thing, absolutely. And the, the constant, like having to re the narrative. I talk about this a lot too. The, writing yourself a narrative is it's only distracting the weak-minded people from your real mm-hmm. stuff, right? And the people who don't really know what's going on. So those weak people who are just like, oh, I just take everything for face value. And, they, and then whatever narrative you say, they just believe because they're gullible. It does not unwrite your actions, this fair phrase that everyone uses, that actions speak louder than words. You can write whatever word narrative you want. You can say, oh, I, I, I was a queen and you made me evil. No, bitch, you made you evil. We just yep. used the word out loud. You know what I mean? Like I, that Regina is another character right in this moment right now, the way that her actions are going, that's really triggering for me because we know a handful of people in real life who are like this not killing people they're not obviously magical but they are exhibiting these really really toxic you know uh uh, traits that she is doing and then pretending to be a victim pretending to be you know like oh it's everyone doesn't like me i don't understand why like it's just like all of that stuff is what regina is doing right now and it just to me the lvp goes to her because i respect cora more for owning her evil badassness she's like i'm gonna kill joan i'm gonna throw out the window regina's playing this like no i'm just doing it for henry no no you're not you're just as bad as cora if not worse because you're trying to lie to everybody and cora's not yeah, Corey's just it. like I'm bad. Now. I'm very over it. Yeah, right I don't. Now. I don't like that. And Regina, I don't care if it's a spoiler. She will redeem herself absolutely, and this will turn around. But for ne- this moment in time, is th- the worst that I feel about it, and I don't. I don't like it at all. Uh, LVP of the Enchanted Forest side. I I don't know that there is anybody. Well, the king. We said already said the king. No, yeah, we gave it to the yeah, king. Yeah, okay, so that's that. fine. Honorable mention as a character. I don't think Joanna's too good for for honorable mention, so she goes in MVP. Do we say it's, and Neil also is an MVP for being a good dad. So overall, do we have a character that we, I mean, Emma maybe for really playing it even? I don't feel strongly cool. about an honorable mention character this episode. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. I don't think anyone really But outstanding performance. Outstanding we all performance. know who I'm going to pick. Guys. And it's our girl. Bailey Madison. Bailey Madison. Holy crap. Uh, first of all, Bailey Madison and Guinea Good. And frankly, uh, Queen Eva, I forget her name already, um, 
she also did an amazing Rena. job. Amazing job. Really having the the um the motherly moment regal. that we needed Snow to have. Yes, yes. And it didn't feel overbearing. It, like that's really nuanced. She could have felt too and much. And that's too what little. I think. I think that's who Snow's mom would have been. Would have been. Yeah. In all versions of the story, which I think is perfect. Rena Soft. Bailey Madison, man. Bailey Madison, though, so young. This girl. And this girl is so, so talented. I can't. I mean, uh, just working through clearly a speech thing, right? And it slips through. I, I noticed that when she gets the most emotional and she's crying and her lips quivering, it slips through just a little bit because that's the most kind of vulnerable you are, which I love that and she. And absolutely no shade. No, for no. That. no, 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 not um, at all. That does not take away any of her skill. No, and she's a kid. It would have it made she would have made sense. Like if she did have one, I'm more impressed that she clearly is working very hard on it and I didn't notice until just now and it's because I'm staring at a giant blown up zoomed in version of her face and I I was like her tongue's in the wrong spot and then yeah. I started listening at it. so it's the fact that that young she could you know, I'm in the TV and film and entertainment industry as a career. And she fooled me. <laughs> and I've, already, I've seen her in multiple yeah. scenes in multiple episodes. So she's a very, very impressive young actress to me. I'm huge, huge, huge fan. I would love to get her on the show. Man, mm -hmm. I would love to interview her. Because she is just, just I want to know how much work goes into this amazing result that I'm seeing. You know, yeah. like what was it? Was it was there extra stuff that she was doing? Was she really into it? Did she just have a really good support system? Was it her parents? Like, what is it? Because she just turned out to be so fantastic. Um, so now the really important part of the show. OK, here we go. It's the second annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence. How many Mr. Gold's Gold Stars do you give this episode? Compared to Manhattan of last week, they got 1,500 out of 10 stars. This is a five-star episode. <laughs> this is a, an, I think this is another, like, upper two, like, five. I think we should establish, like, a beyond five. A hierarchy five. to it, yeah. Like, there's five, and then there's five plus. And this is five plus for me. This is five plus for sure. There was actually not one moment where we stopped and said, like, ew. Yeah, no, no, no. It it was exactly what it needed to be. The pace was right. It was believable. The, the storylines were, were amazing. They moved along the plot. Uh, like absolutely, and it, all of the acting edge, was incredibly spectacular. Yeah, the acting is, and then the edge of our seats for like how they twisted things and how they revealed things. It just this is the part, and I'm so sad that the ratings are so low because this is the part where the show for me know, really feels like it has its legs. Like right now is when it Ugh. has its voice really, really strong and confident uh but whatever um yeah total two two way thumbs way up five stars all around i'm so five like, plus i'm like i really like that pumped. term five plus right it just feels like it's what it's just however many you just be like it's five and then it's like a million like it's just like yeah beyond just break the wall down um so the last thing we're gonna do before uh retiring for the evening is going to be to watch the promo for the next episode the next week the next episode is um the miller's daughter oh my god are we about oh, we're to, really we're really getting into it now are we okay. about to like all right let's let's just watch it and then we'll we'll review later so i will hold on i gotta do a couple things here because i gotta oh yeah now everybody else now gets to watch everybody it. gets to watch the promo Weird. with us so we're gonna switch this and then we're gonna go ahead and play it here we go don't be an ad Shocker. All new next Sunday. With his power, there's nothing I won't be able to do. 
every fairy tale. She needs to be killed. You wouldn't be able to live with yourself. Oh, the dark side. This is our family. We are going to protect it. There's no coming back from murder. And yeah, she one snapped. Of their own will perish. What did you do? Once upon a time, all new next Sunday at 8, 7 Central on ABC. Ooh, man. What? Okay. When I tell you snow is broken. What did you do? Like, they're going to establish that she did something in this episode already. Like, they're not even going to drag it on. They're going to, like... She is snapped. Like, completely gone. Off the deep end. I'm here for it. I'm ready to... And you need to, that, I'm right? Ready. The hero needs to needs to come off oh, the trail yeah. so that they have a redemption. Yeah. And But, I mean, talk about losing your faith. But to make this it is, snow? This is To make it snow and to make it so aggressive she's like, I'm killing somebody. We're like, whoa! You jumped I'm away! Like, like, the most powerful person and character in the entire story. You're like, okay. Ooh, it's, man, alright, well, we have a lot to look forward well, to for that's the next it. episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the Thanksgiving episode. This is our first kind of holiday episode, I guess. It's we didn't really thanks, do like a 4th thanks, of July. Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Can't be Thank hateful. You. Gotta be grateful. Mashed potatoes on my on my table. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what is that from? Okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, if you'd like to share your Thanksgiving stories or your thoughts about The Queen is Dead, The Queen is Dead is the title of this episode. Like, I didn't even Ding sink dong, in yet. The Queen is Dead. Uh, the number is 207. Oh, shoot. I didn't do this. I, I, I'm really good at running the podcast, guys. Um, Okay, here we are. Now we yeah, have all right. We're done with the genre, guys. <laughs> uh, so the number is 207-536-8512. Email thesbcpod at gmail.com. Thesbcpod on Insta. Uh, we have our Apple podcast reviews that you can send in. Um, if you'd like to have your review read on the air, we will do that. We also have our Patreon, patreon.com slash the SBC pod. We're actually releasing, actually probably by the time this um, episode is released, there will be another Lost episode that is up there. We are going real strong on Patreon now. So after Lost, we're going to go to Hamilton Act 2, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, what else do we have? Is um, that, that's the stuff. If, oh, uh, if you're listening to this on any other streaming platform besides Spotify, you can actually watch us on Spotify now. Yeah, um, please do. Come over and this let us This might know be the think. episode to watch because it was a lot. Whack. It was a but lot. But that's okay. <laughs> it was a lot, but uh, we do have some new fun visual stuff on Spotify. So come on over there where the rest of the party is. And don't forget our Discord as well. Join our Discord if you have not done that already. Yes. Uh, you can see it in the show notes. There's links to all of the stuff that we're talking about now. But the discord is where the party is at so if you want to talk to the both of us plus another community of people who are talking on there after the show uh don't forget to click that link we are thankful for all of you we are um we hope that you are healthy and happy and staying safe um, yes we hope you have if a you don't holiday. celebrate thanksgiving we still feel the same about all of those things um you do not have <laughs> to be an american to be thankful um <laughs> We love Do you. something nice for someone. Bye. Love you. Yeah. Pay it forward. Uh, with that, all magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. And see you guys in the Enchanted Forest. Stay gold, everybody. Stay rumple, friends. Bye. Bye.